Hello, hello. Boy. A little sound check sound for you. That's really That's really something. That's going to be your Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how we are going to screw up this election. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, hey. Matt Polly. Hey there. Uh, together we are the Inglorious Bastards. What's up, dudes? How much? Yeah. I'm just literally in this moment realizing I forgot to choose winners for our book giveaway. Probably should do that. Yeah. So announcements. We've got some, some well, books while to give away. You, while you do that, I've got something to play. I got an announcement this week. Is it a uh, phone call this week? No. I got a phone call this week. I think you guys need to hear it probably. Is it the Lord? No. It's worse. An individual who has tested positive for COVID-19, <laughs> I got also known today. as the coronavirus, yeah, has Steve identified Austin you as a me. close contact. No, I sent it to it Steve Austin. It is imperative that you promptly take the following actions to protect your health and the health of others. Please self-isolate immediately in your home. Limit your contact with other members of your household as much as possible. Do not leave your home under any circumstances. If you are showing symptoms such as sore throat, cough, fever, body aches, shortness of breath, please call 811 to report your symptoms. You are especially at risk because you have a tiny wiener. It is so small and therefore you will become much sicker than an individual who had all let's say even an average sized or slightly below average sized weenie because your weenie is so tiny. The CDC is reporting nearly a 100% death rate for people like you who have small wieners. This is especially troublesome for you because your weenie is the smallest weenie in the whole world. You have a tiny wiener. Chris yep. Stoker sent me that. Yeah, he yeah, said he it sent it to me too. Damn it, I was going to play it for you guys. Also, <laughs> all right, anyway. All right. Uh, um, all right, so... I started listening to him like, this I has know. to be going somewhere. That's what I thought too. It takes a minute to get there, which is great. Um, do you want to do the, the, the drum roll? Yeah, man. Hold on. Let's, let's right. get there. Here we go. Drum roll. Christina 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 Gotti wins the first copy. Hey. Hey. Does she wear a lot of jewelry? No, get it? Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Ryan Ryan Nelson. Hey. Friend of the podcast, right? I feel like he's won something before. Who knows? Well, there's like 11 people that tweet us. So, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say yes. at this point, yeah. Yeah. if you have a tweet, you've got about an 80% chance of winning something. Yeah, and I trolled him a couple weeks ago, so <laughs> it definitely... All right, number two. Remember number three. Right, number three. What the hell are you doing? Giggity goo. Stick around. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, let's do... I have no idea who this is. Uh, Basket Canard. All right. So, Basket Canard wins. A basket full of Canard. I, yeah. At Basket Canard. So, uh, yeah. Uh, That's the name in. of my yacht rock band in high school. <laughs> basket Canard. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, my so Vampire Weekend cover band. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Slide into our DMs with your um, <laughs> with your address, and we'll, we'll send you a copy of uh, the book. Rob Ryers. John Luke Canard. Picard. I watched Picard. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> um, I what? Do, I don't feel like it's of loud the Mars enough. canards. <laughs> I could go all day over here. Um, what? Until you die from the fumes from that kerosene heater. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm, 
I don't know if, if everything is just funnier or if I'm succumbing slowly to carbon monoxide poisoning. A little column A, a little column B. If anybody gets really sleepy, we probably need to shut everything down. We're, uh, we're having a nice uh, what winter blast here in, in spring in Indiana. So. And we're, we're doing a social distancing episode still. Yeah. So we're in my garage. Uh, we're in Matt's garage. We're all far apart. Um, and cold. Because there, there are apparently less germs out here. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. We probably <laughs> could meet in the house and it'd be fine, honestly. Yeah. Well, then we'd have to, I don't know. Be somebody com- somebody be sit be in the comfortable. Room, somebody sit This in the is kitchen. kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is, I'll, I'll be on the couch. Yeah. We're definitely farther away here. So, um, what are you, what are, what are we drinking? Oh, uh, so we, uh, our local brewery, one of our favorites in this, what's that? Feedback. Is it feedback or is I it? Know. I don't know. Aliens. One of our uh, our local brewery here, it's about six minutes down the road from my house, um, Cedar Creek Brewing Company, uh, are delivering now, which a lot of places are doing that. Um, they're delivering in the 46151 area or zip code. Um, so I got a couple crowlers, uh, 32-ounce 30 ounce crowlers. Once their Southern Passion, which is their new um, IPA variant, and Smash Mosaic. That's what I'm that drinking. One. Michael's drinking the Southern Passion. I'm drinking the Southern Passion. Yes, I wanted this. This uh, they're both uh, the Smash, though, right? They're both Smash. Yeah, they're okay. both. Their, they have several of the Smash series. It's just different variants on IPAs. Nice. Um, Smash Mosaic, which is their best IPA, I think. So I'm drinking that one. Then we're going to swap. Did you so. get some delivered to your house too? Yeah. Right. What did you What did you get? Uh, the Irish Red. Uh, yeah, that's drank it last night. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm drinking water. Yeah, right. for for a while. Brad's gonna be drinking water. Yep. yep. So we can we can talk about that if you want. Sure, I'd like, sure. love to talk about your penis. Uh, it it burns <laughs> when I pee. So yep. Oh, I can't. Of all the times you could have used the fucking uh, why does it hurt when I pee? I don't song? have it on here anymore. Jesus, it, Christ. I know. Really, I literally hurt. teed it up. I know. I know. I don't God, think I have it on Frank here. Frank Zappa, man, you finally had an opportunity <laughs> to use it. Well, I've used it multiple times for anyway. to varying effect. Uh, so. I went to the doctor today. The last couple days, let's see, Monday, what is today, Wednesday? Yeah, Monday, I started noticing I was having a little bit of trouble peeing. Sorry, this is TMI, but I don't give a shit. It's our podcast. Um, (laughs) They have not listened to this episode after that. And I was like, turning them off. Oh, that is hurting a little bit after I pee. That's not normal. Uh, And then, yeah, (laughs) that's correct. You missed the. (laughs) It's a little late never too late for Frank well the Zappa. reason it hurts when i pee is because i'm pretty sure i have kidney stones yeah, yeah. so turns out if you stop drinking a lot of water and you up your alcohol intake by oh say 125 <laughs> percent and only eat no vegetables and only meat <laughs> turns out that's not a good thing for your body so i uh i've started noticing some pain in my side and my mm-hmm. back and and it like i said it it hurts like my my dick just hurts it just hurts like almost all the time you, and you need a massage so i went and this is the first visit i've had with this doctor oh is welcome, it really welcome lady yeah uh, is it the one i go to dr sultana oh uh, no this is a different one okay it's you this, go to the one i go to it's oh nice it's this small muslim lady it's like <laughs> so here's what's going on with my penis i mean it's like <laughs> god damn, like plop jeez so <laughs> I was thinking maybe I had like a urinary tract. Yeah, exactly. Sir, you don't need to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. And you certainly don't need to be erect. Um, 
<laughs> so, <laughs> well, I thought that's why I was here. Anyway, so I went to the doctor and no, you need to see all of it. You need to see what really get in there and see what's wrong <laughs> with it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I thought you needed a, a semen sample. Um, so, if you could just socially distance from me right now, that would be great. I use just to be clear. I'm six feet away from you, not because of COVID, because of your grotesque penis. Get it back in your pants and get out of my my office. Why is it splotchy? <laughs> Why is it erect? I use it as a measuring Sir, stick. You have the clap. I use it to keep uh, six feet away from people. So anyway, let me. Let's, I thought we were going to do a game of limbo. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We got there. <laughs> uh, so anyway. She said it's most likely it, there's no infection, so it's most likely it's kidney stones. So I am just drinking a shitload of water until yeah. I pee out sand. So it's yeah. going to be really. I have a feeling I'm due for some pretty unpleasant times coming up. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. So like sand through the hourglass. Like right now, it's like yeah, <laughs> so exactly. are the days of Brad's. My life. hourglass is my urethra. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. So. I'm just trying to just keep a. It, it is what it is. Like I'm, I'm getting older. Like, you know, yeah. I, it was just one of those things where it was like, I, I, I guess it, the one good thing is that like because of COVID, and actually this actually this is because of COVID. Usually I drink a lot of water, and when I'm working, well I haven't really been working much, yeah, right? And so I'm just not drinking as much water as I have been, and so I've been substituting that with Modelo's. Um, those are water. Yeah, yeah, well, a lot of water in those. Mm-hmm. They sure are. Yeah. She, so she was like, uh, "Have you been? Do you?" She said, "Do you drink?" I was like, "Well, you know, a, a little bit here and there." She's like, "Have you been increasing your alcohol in consumption?" Yeah, a fair bit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I went from two to three beers a week to about two or three a day plus some whiskey. Yeah. 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 I'm. I've definitely yeah. upped it. So that on top of high protein low vegetable and no it's yeah. just it was like a perfect storm i'm averaging like three a day and i'm, I'm taking the next few days yeah, off because man, i'm it's like, just too much how the, and i was thinking that's one thing i was thinking i was like you motherfucker how in the world have you not gotten these yeah because i stay steady he stays high oh that's right yeah yeah he, right. he ramps up he yeah. ramps up slowly over jesus christ d- yeah i went so. I, maybe that's what it was i went to zero to a hundred really my, quick. my body's used to it trying to kill used to me trying to kill it god <laughs> So anyway, it is what it is. I'm just going to have to deal with it. I'm supposed to be getting a CT scan next week so they can just make sure that that's what it is and not like cancer. Yeah, it's I'm sure it's so stops. if it came on suddenly like that. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, she basically said that that's very unlikely. So anyway, we'll see. I'm just trying to well, have I'm a sense I'm of humor about you, it. I'm willing to give you a kidney, so. That's great. I've got to. I mean, it's yeah. pretty much useless. They're saying. probably shriveled, shriveled husks. But I'll give one to my brother, sir. Yours is un- more unhealthy than his, and he has to get a new one. So can I borrow his? Yours looks like a prune. I'll take the cancerous one. God. It's got to be healthier than mine. Um. So yeah, that that's. Yeah. I'm, I'm having water for mm. until until this comes out. Yeah. Whatever this is, and how many there may be. Mm. Have you tried to shake it out? Yeah, that's not how it works, Michael. I don't know how it works. Yeah, it works we by you re- drink a bunch of water and flush it out. Can we repeatedly punch but, him, punch him in the kidneys? It's There's definitely one way out, bro. It's definitely worth trying, though. It's bonus content. You mean just sit and jump up and down? Like, Isn't that how you get a baby out? No. <laughs> just dual it's gravity. Dual jumping jacks. 
I mean, every time I do it, there's clapping involved. <laughs> what? What? Your tits? Your butt cheeks? <laughs> well, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> what? What are we doing? God. So as of right now, I have a sense of humor about this. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing in about a My week. My kids have been giving me absolute hell, absolute hell, as they it. should. So I just, I was like, yeah, you know what? You guys wait, just wait. I know you had, dad didn't respond to your text, by the way. No, he called me. Oh, did yeah. he? Did I texted my dad who. He's had them before a couple of times, and in his defense, he's also sixty-five. So. Well, but he was like. It's it, the doctor also said she asked if there's any history, and I said, Yeah, my dad's had him a couple times. And she said, It's you know, family history is part of can be part of getting them, yeah. And I saw a text, I was like, Hey, thanks for the shitty jeans, pops. <laughs> so he called me, he's like, Oh, well, yeah, good luck, <laughs> yeah, thanks, good luck, so. buddy. I'm hoping it doesn't require an ER visit and a drip of uh, Percocet or whatever, but <laughs> well, I don't know. That feels like a win, sort of. Yeah, I don't think I don't so. I feel like now <laughs> is yeah, the time really. that you want to be in. No, it isn't hospital. at all. But that's my that's my that's what's going to happen if it actually obstructs, you know, your the pee, old your pee the pee. old tubes, the pee pee hole. Yeah. All right. Um, so that is Kidney Stone Corner. Kidney Stone uh, this Corner. Week. <laughs> uh, are Let we you know do, next week how it's going. Are we doing po- Poetry Corner? You have something, Brad? Oh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna pause real quick. Okay. All right, here we go. Here goes nothing. Edited version. They were Oscar Wilde at heart, and they ripped off Emerson. They put the come in coming. You should just edit it down to that one thing. <laughs> they put the dick in Dickinson. All right, Brad, here's a button. Welcome to the Polly's Poetry Corner. Take it away, Polly. This is called Soul. S O L. Dated. S O L with a long uh, line over the O. <laughs> Dated September 14th, 1998. Your body lies still, but your soul dwells on. I hear it screaming from the gates of hell. You had the chance to tell me about it, but now I'm gone. Because you didn't know what I would think. I'm burning and rotting. Your soul will forever haunt me because I was lazy and didn't care. I just went along my way, forgetting about the lost. Now because of my error, your torments from hell force me to pay the cost. Jesus Christ. Holy fucking shit, man. Well, that's something. That's, that might be darker than anything I've ever written. Christ. I just ripped off the lines of a tourniquet song. Were you li- <laughs> listening to a lot of Bauhaus at the time? I was or? listening to a lot of hardcore, probably, <laughs> which tooth and nail hardcore artist was nothing but hell. That oh, was yeah. all it was about. It was a focal point. Focal point. Yeah, yeah, I had that. And focal point. <laughs> there was literally, there, there, the, what was it, the, uh, the CD cover? People burning. It was literally just yeah. people burning in hell. Like yeah. That was the front of the cover. Nice. <laughs> Every night before they got on stage, they were going to say, we're going to rock that the was, hell out of oh, the house for my, heaven into them. The album was called Suffering of the Masses. Yeah, there it is. So <laughs> that was actually, uh, yeah, that uh, was my freshman year of Bible college. So that's yeah. where I was at as a person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we doing uh, song time? It, you're playing focal point, aren't you? You it's better just, turn it down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's cold These guys are probably still around. Like, I don't think no. so. 
Of course. I, own, I ate this fucking album. Oh, so did I, man. God. Oh, the Owen Focal is a uh, crosshair. Yeah. Just so you know. Nice. It's literally well, it's, like it's, seven dudes burning. We used to listen to this and mom and be like, there's no way that's Christian. Like, yeah. Now I look back, I'm like, well, you're, you're right. You're probably right. But not for the reasons <laughs> that actually, you think. It's very rooted in a, uh, in a very spiritual practice. You're right. It's, it's pure Calvinism, so no, it isn't it's Christian. It's deeply orthodox. <laughs> oh, this might just be an instrumental. Because you had This is called When I Die. Go ahead and put that in your folder. Sounds like they're off there. Yeah, I remember this yeah. song. Jesus. That is just noise pollution. <laughs> just wait. Yeah. That's one chord. Yeah. Literally. With about nine distortion pedals. One chord. Watch me play the G. Probably they're the Lindsey Buckingham of uh, hardcore artists. It's like overcome. I mean, it's all the same. There's no way these guys had a long career, man. How can you ever do this? All right. He has to have throat cancer, right? Jeez. Or just no esophagus to speak of. That's my favorite. I just realized I left my phone in there in my car, so I can't. Text my wife to say, "Hey, don't use me." <laughs> whatever song like you're gonna no, play, I whatever it. I got. She's she's not on there yet. Oh, I don't think she is. Do you want to go first? Uh, I can go first. Music, yeah. music, music. Time. Let Michael do it. Music time. We're gonna sing some songs. We're not gonna sing them, but yeah, well, um, you probably will. I might. Who knows? Uh, I don't know why I had this song stuck in my head, but I used to uh, when we did sound check at church. I would sing this song, but the chorus to it. Uh, it's totally inappropriate for church, but I sing it all the time. So here we go. I might explain why our church didn't fit in last. Oh, not that church. It was the 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 yeah, I'm sure the Christian the church we went to. Might explain why we didn't last in that <laughs> church. <laughs> that, that 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 could be church. So here we go. This is uh, the promise ring. Very emergency. No, uh, the promise ring. Uh, happiness is all the rage. I got my body and my mind on the same page, and honey, now happiness is all the rage. I got my body and my mind on the same page And honey, now happiness is all the rage <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. So, I just, I've, I really like this band. I don't know how I got I to thinking about that it. line so much. Yeah. <laughs> so busy getting busy. Uh, but, like, the lead singer has a lisp, which makes it really cool. Because um, he's uses S's all the time. Um, but it's like some of the songs in that, that whole album I could listen to start to finish, like, all the time. Uh, and I did all the time. But, uh,. <laughs> Yeah, he. Um, a lot of the lyrics are just random thoughts. It's like as if he were. Just, they had played music and he just sang what was at the top of his head. Stream That's, of consciousness. Yeah, stream of consciousness shit. And it's just phenomenal. So if you need some, some 1999 garage rock, The Promise Ring is the way to go. So. Is that from 1999? Yeah, 1999. It had right. a very 90s sound. So that yep. makes sense. Here we go. Oh me! Oh, I think. Um, 
band is Clem Snide. Yeah, hey, I, I know them. They've been around since the yeah. 90s. But they put out a new album. Yeah, you sent it to me. It's good. Uh, man, like lyrically, like there's a lot of sort of, um, I don't know, like a lot of existential shit in this album, uh, especially lyrically. They're they're kind of, um, I don't know, alt country. Is there? I think there's. I said genre. they remind me of Delorean. Yeah, a little bit. If anybody knows who Delorean is, from <laughs> probably the not early aughts. Yeah. Um, Check them out if you don't. This song. Uh, this is the first. The album is called Forever Just Beyond. Uh, this song is called Roger Ebert. Did you know these were Roger Ebert's dying words? Did you know these were Roger Ebert's dying words? I want to smoke dope to this album. I know, right? Yeah. It's all an elaborate hoax. It's all an elaborate hoax. Yeah, I fucking love yeah. that. That's so, good. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, I think you would really like I'm this trying album. To, yeah, I've heard, I used to listen to them, but I cannot for the life of me think of which where I know them from, yeah. what song it was that I listened to. They have all the all-time best-named lead singer in history, Eve Barzilay. That's great. There's nice. actually a song in here called The Ballad of Eve Barzilay. Um <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, I actually looked that up. That actually were that was Roger Ebert's dying words. Yeah. Whereas it's all an elaborate hoax. I know them from like, and what he was meaning was like all the bullshit around yeah. us is all. A, it's like it's all a fucking illusion. Yeah. I guess he had had kind of a near death experience before he actually died and came back. Oh shit! And that was his. He was like he told a friend. He's like it's all an elaborate hoax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty interesting. <clears throat> Uh, I know him from uh, the soundtrack to Stubbs the Zombie. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what I know him Dude, from. Every week, the, I'm astounded. No, the, the Chronicle of Michael's Brain. <laughs> the sequel to Chronicles of Riddick. Yes. There's some good songs on this album. This I don't soundtrack. even know what the hell you're talking about. So, what? Let me just play some songs. Here's uh, Earth Angel, Death Cab for Earth Cutie. Angel. Fucking song, man. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, here's uh, Lollipop. That's a song they played right before Michael J. Yes. Fox almost <laughs> fucked his mother. Yeah. That's Ben Queller, Lollipop. And then I got one more. Um, this one, I love this one. Rogue Wave. I've heard of them. Well, goddamn it. <laughs> Eight hours later. <laughs> Every day it's getting closer. Oh, interesting. Buddy, yeah. yeah. Anyway, good album. Check I kind of like those covers, man. Stubbs a Zombie, the soundtrack. 
I mean, I just never heard of the movie Stubbs the Zombie. It's I th- it's a video game, I believe. Oh, I've never heard of that either. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I, I'm I, way outside I the stand, zeitgeist. I st- yeah, I'm not sure that one ever quite made it to the cultural yeah. zeitgeist. <laughs> I heard that. I, I like the album. I heard that. That's how. That's the only reason I know it is because the album. All, All right. right, sorry. Go ahead. Matt. So I found a show yesterday um, on Netflix. So you saw it yesterday and you finished it yesterday too? Oh yeah, I watched four episodes at work. Oh, okay, yeah, slow day. Because I watched it today. Day. You told me it was good. I started it this morning and finished. Yeah, on my way home. And I finished it the last the rest of it last night. Uh, it's called I Am Not Okay with This. It's on Netflix. Um, it stars the girl from that played in uh, It Chapter One. Uh Sophia Lillis, I think her name is. Have you seen it? No, I haven't either. But I know who she. I know she's in that. Yeah. Um, and she's fantastic in this show. Anyway, it's about. It's only seven episodes right now. Uh, series one is. It's um, a coming of age supernatural dark comedy, basically. Yeah. Um, sort of Stranger Things meets Carrie. Yeah, a little bit darker than Stranger. Th- Stranger Things is dark from what I've seen. I haven't finished. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's fantastic. It's really funny. Anyway, so there's a band in there called Blood Witch. Is that a real band? No, it's a band they made up for the show. Okay. <laughs> and there's an entire album oh, fuck of yes. Blood Witch. Oh, man. And I'm it's, so excited. It's basically, it sounds like Jesus and Mary Chain. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to play two songs because there's. You could just listen to Jesus and Mary Chain. No, I'm going to listen to I could, or I could listen to this. Blood Witch. Um, I'm going to play two clips because there's kind of two different songs in on this album there's like these sort of more bubbly songs and there's more of like the Jesus and Mary Chain stuff so this is called Gotta Have Soul Can I make a poster for the show I think it bends us well Understanding not the fun of half past twelve I really love your drama girl Listen to the boy as well You take the punk rock scene so seriously Really fun song, yeah. yeah. And then there's this. This is called uh, "Fly." Um, anyway, the, the band Bloodwitch in this. Does it go? Put your arms around me, baby. No, put your arms. <laughs> um, not that song. No, not that fly. <laughs> um, the main guy or main boy in the the stand is yeah. his favorite band. So that's I looked him up and I was like, oh, there's an album, and it's literally a made up band for the for the thing, which I think is kind of great. a cool concept. You know actually. who's behind it? The album. Um, somebody, had, some female I'd never heard of, and I think the guy from Blur. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. Um, anyway, this song's called Fly. Jesus and Mary Jane. Very. <laughs> if you've heard uh, A Place to Bury Strangers, I know Justin Avery knows who they are. I saw them and uh, they opened for the Japan Droids when I saw them. Um, it's very similar to that. Just kind of a real noisy rock yeah like uh but I, I just that album start to finish is really good so yeah. i was just i thought it was a really cool concept i've never heard of yeah, creating a band i bet you'll see more of that creating a band for a yeah, show i can so see more of that 
There, I mean, there's a lot of bands that do you that. You see, so, they're yeah. coming back. That thing you do? What do you mean? They're doing a reunion. The Wonders? Yes, they're going to do a oh. reunion show to raise money for uh, That's fucking COVID. awesome. You know the, the mm. guy who wrote the song, Adam Schlesinger, he died. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah, know he, that. He wrote that song. He also wrote, he was in Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's mom, and right. uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. He, him and a couple other people wrote like the whole okay. like, soundtrack for that. Um, what? That's how I got into Promise Ring. So I was thinking of uh, Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> we're we're about that, to see the spider web yeah, of yeah, Michael's brain. <laughs> found, so I was thinking about him, listening to Fountains of Wayne, and then what was that else was I listening to? Oh, I was listening to the Promise Ring at the same time. Listen to Promise Ring. There Six degrees of Michael's prefrontal yes. cortex. Um, <laughs> also, if you like uh, I Am Not Okay With This, check out... Um, uh, the end of the fucking world. It's on Netflix. Both, yeah, I need to watch that too. Both of them are, are based off of comics by the same uh, okay. comic artist. Okay. So I've, I'm actually going to read the comic. I might it's need to check that out. Yeah, that's it's on Hoopla for free. Okay, so you just have to have a library. I'm afraid to because I don't want to spoil like what's going to happen. Well, if if it's anything like the end of the fucking world, then um, the that that whole graphic novel covers the first season. So I'll read it and I'll let you know if, if, <laughs> okay, it, yeah, let me if know. it goes beyond yeah. that. So, uh, I do have one bonus round. Uh, somebody who listens to the podcast who I'm going to say nameless cause I don't think they want people to know that they listen to the podcast. Um, <laughs> sent me this video. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I love uh, that. Uh, <laughs> It's called everybody shame listening. Yes. yes, it's called. Uh, I'd like to know how many shame listeners we have. I oh, bet. I bet we got pretty so sure many. All of them are. I, no, I bet we got pastors that won't comment on anything. That yeah. won't that are listening. Oh, for sure. That you just know it. We should put a Twitter poll up and see if anybody answers it. There's there's a large they amount won't. of pastors yeah. in our in the pastor. Yeah, yeah. but I bet we yeah. But those are the ones that are proud to listen. I bet yeah. there's ones that are. Just, yeah, shameless. And, yeah, they go take a shower after yeah. they're done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, I don't so always approve. It's like more of, shameful than jerking off in their church office. The I don't always approve of everything you say. <laughs> the but, cognitive uh, dissonance. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I I've got. I think now is the time. If we're ever going to do it, now is the time to air the airing of Dick Pounder's grief episodes. Should we re-air them? Yeah. Why on Patreon? Because that guy's long gone. He like, doesn't care. Who cares? And I don't I, care if he does. I wonder if did I we decide that, that was morally questionable. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I think I think we did. And some people are like, oh, I'm so glad you guys took that down because it was bad. But I really don't regret it at all. So maybe we should do it. Maybe we should just re-up it. We'll do it maybe. At the $10 level. Yeah. <laughs> that way nobody, nobody's going to pay for it. <laughs> We've got a few people higher than $10. Um, uh, <laughs> totally should. I think exclusive, we should totally air them. Exclusive access to Pounders. Yeah. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, man, we should totally I air think, those. Who how cares? many did we have? I think we had like. Yeah, no, but we only did a. We couple, only did a couple, but we should. I'll I'll record one. I, do we still have his letters? I do have them somewhere. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. They're so just for on anybody my that email. doesn't know, we had a guy. This was, God two years ago or more. It's been at least that. Yeah. That started writing into us and complaining about shit and every every episode he would listen and then he would send us multiple long ass emails yeah and so we don't want to use his real name so we just called him dick pounder and <laughs> decided we wanted to do a patreon level uh thing called the airing of dick pounder's grief so we aired what two episodes yeah and then the guy started supporting us on patreon it was like shit take it down take it down yeah, it was down within five minutes of him <laughs> supporting us on patreon <laughs> So, but he doesn't support us anymore. So, fuck that guy. <laughs> do I know who it is? No, I don't think either. Any of us know who it was. Yeah, do you? I, I do. I I don't remember who it is now. Uh, but it's <laughs> he was never active. I don't think he ever actually supported. Like jumped in the pub no, at all. I don't all. think he did either. Um, but he was never like. I I don't remember what his name is. Oh man, I'll, 
it'll be hard for me to find those emails because I have I, d- I literally don't remember what his name was. Um, but yeah, I do have access to it. Anyway, so th- this is um, uh, someone someone sent this to me. Uh, so here we go. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. This is Kenneth Copeland, by yeah. the way. COVID-19! COVID-19! <laughs> COVID-19! COVID-19! <laughs> I'm blown! The wind of God! Dude, he's a fucking lunatic. From the state of Virginia, to the state of Maine, to Brownsville, Texas, and the Triple Fork. Today, we speak to this atmosphere. To today, burn this thing. This virus hates heat. You just burn this thing. Burn! Burn! <laughs> this is genius. <laughs> I call for a supernatural heat wave straight out of hell. Burn! Burn! Jeez. Wait, so what? We gotta post that. Yeah, it's so good. Almost over. Hang in there, everybody. <laughs> you are destroyed I don't forever, want it to end. and you will never be back. Good God! What a wow. lunatic! It's fucking Kenneth lunatic. Copeland's uh, "Wind of God" remix for. Uh, Fun fact: This virus doesn't care about heat. I don't know if he's yeah. done his research, no, but uh, he doesn't. He doesn't know. Wait, and so wait, you're wanting to team up with Hell to get rid of this <laughs> thing? <laughs> I'm really confused. Our powers combined. <laughs> Does anybody else catch planet? that? Jesus. We're calling up hell to uh, deal with this virus. Like a Christian Megatron. Oh, man. <laughs> God. I'd go to that church. Jesus. All right. Let's, uh, what a moron. Christian Megatron. <laughs> ChristianMegatron.com Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed into the Refill your game. canister of water and then go... <laughs> Squirt out three ropes of piss. <laughs> How's that beer, Michael? Uh, it's 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 uh, a little more um, acidic than I would like, okay. but it's not bad. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so you remember last week? Was it last week? I did the story about the guy in England that ran a marathon in yeah. his twenty-foot yeah, yeah. log awesome. backyard. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, that I can smell that beer over here. God damn it. Smells fantastic. Do you want a sip? No. Okay. It's got a very large head. Um, it does indeed. Mohead, y'all. Uh-huh. Um, so a British man uh, climbs Mount Everest from inside his house. Oh God! Uh, John Griffin, fifty-three of Sussex, UK, just completed a grueling ascent of Mount Everest. He did so entirely within the confines of his three-story home. To reach the height of Everest, he climbed those steps 1,363 wow. times. Says, and he did it for fundraising. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, this is, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know. Uh, said the light bulb fundraising idea came to Griffin after joking to his wife, Neary, uh, that he'd have climbed the height of Mount Everest by the time he, the crisis was over because he was stuck in the house yeah. and going yeah, up and down. They named their kids uh, 
Oh, and glowing. No, and <laughs> I was thinking far, and then the other one's uh, wherever you are. Eerie, far, eerie. That's good. I was, I'll tell you what, man. That's the, ma- the machinations of his brain are... <laughs> you don't want to know what's going it's on. It's just... No, we fucking don't. We, no, I we do. hear it most weeks. I do. One, one day. Uh, if the technology crawl, ever exists... I want to crawl inside I want to be able to meld with his brain for mm-hmm. like 10 hours or something. Yeah. Because I just want to know how those... Con- <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm bringing the fires of hell. I'm not, I'm not sure um, the average human could stand 10 hours inside there. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, he realized that while he might not be able to make it to Nepal, he could recreate a slightly less snowy version of the challenge by completing 41,000 uphill steps Jeez. in his own house. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Did he turn the temperature down in his house really low? Or? I know he should have stepped over a bunch of frozen dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Took a shit on his <laughs> second step. Yeah. Um, French uh, pensioner. That's a retired old person. Yeah, in Europe. Yeah, European French. European old man. <laughs> uh, like a, a sexy move in the bedroom. Yeah. The European pensioner. The old right French get, pensioner. Right if you give him. Right if you give him the kidney pensioner. Or right if you give him the kidney shifter. Yeah, <laughs> it's where you shove a baguette up her ass. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but just, just before you give her the channel. Yeah. Hmm. Well. <laughs> I'm on right yeah, now. All right. Um, once again, the old back wall pounder. <laughs> okay. No. No. Just God. Douglas, calm down. <laughs> Douglas. Douglas. Doug her box. <laughs> Nobody's going to get that because nobody knows that. Oh, is that the episode that died? No. Oh, what was it from? Mm. I don't remember. No, it's, it's from it's our from our chat our chat feed. On. I don't remember talking about it. You want me to delete that out of there? No, I don't right. care. Uh, French pensioner accidentally ejects himself from a fighter jet during retirement gift. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, that, can, that can break bones and yeah, shit, well, man. So <laughs> the, the pilot has wind burn now. <clears throat> a French pensioner received a retirement gift he'd never forget when his colleagues decided to send him on a fighter jet experience day. The once-in-a-lifetime experience swiftly became a please-don't-make-me-do-that-again when an unfortunate series of events ended in a reluctant 64-year-old passenger accidentally ejecting himself from the plane. <laughs> Both the pilot and passenger landed safely. Hey, what's this <clears throat> button do? Um, hey, what's what this button do? So, it's my bad. French. That was bad. More sound like, like that was bad Russian, let alone yeah. French. Yeah, I don't know what French sound like. <laughs> oh, we might kill uh, <laughs> Let's go to McDonald's. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never tried to do a French accent. That was, that was pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah. You oh. have to sound just really, really, really pretend. That's the only. That's a, this is my French. I, oh. yeah, that's good. Oui. Yeah. That's exactly how they sound. Yeah, we. Oui. Yeah, it's just like that. We. Oui. Um, we oui, man. <laughs> So, anyway, he aborted a two-seat <laughs> Rafale B French Air Force fighter jet. So he's not pro-life. <clears throat> what? He aborted? No, boarded. Oh, uh, I you said, said aborted. aborted. No, I didn't. I I'm said pretty he sure boarded. you said aborted, because I heard aborted, oh too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like that boarded anyway, conversation. So, four hours before preparations began, the man was cleared for flying by a medic. Basically, are we going to kill you doing this? Um, Usually the exam is done in 10 days. It took him, they did it in four hours. (laughs) 
<laughs> so now you're good. Uh, they just shove a thermometer up his butt. Uh, Walk it off. So yeah. So anyway, um, he ejected. Does it say how high up he was? I don't. It doesn't say. Um, but yeah, he ejected himself, and the par- it worked. The parachute worked. Thank God. Wow. So uh, yeah. Anyway, he. Uh, that's a. That's a. You won't ever catch me in a jet. By the way, just not going to happen. For the record, depending on altitude and airspeed, the seats accelerate upward between yeah. twelve and twenty G's. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, at that alone probably should have killed him. You black out at that at, age. You black out at nine or ten <clears throat> in a jet. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's twenty times the force of gravity. So, whatever you weigh, you would weigh twenty times that amount. That's, That's what it would slamming feel like. you back into the seat. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, uh-huh. it basically feel like something twenty times your weight sitting on your chest, like mm-hmm. out of the Silent Planet. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah, because yeah. the de- the density. In <clears throat> I can't get into those books. That's too bad because they're good. I've read Paralander a couple of times. And that's as far as I've gotten. The other but you read really the good. first one, though, right? Yeah, I read right. it for in college for a class, and then uh, the third okay. one's completely different. Really, it involves Mer- Merlin. Huh. So what? Yeah, in outer space? No, it's <laughs> in, it's entirely on Earth. I didn't know the what the. I just didn't Earth? know what the hell was happening. Yeah. I was just yeah, like, I need to reread that shit. <laughs> yeah. I think my problem was when I read them before, I was religious and I was looking for like religious imagery and undertones instead of just enjoying the fucking story. Instead of a dude getting on a yeah. space rocket to So, and I was just lost. Planet. So, anyway. All right. Uh, Illinois mayor. Uh, a mayor ordered police to crack down on social gatherings. They found his wife at a bar. Ah, <laughs> whoops. Uh, you're oh, gonna, you're gonna, that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, tell me her name's Sandy. I want it to be Sandy. It's not Sandy. I don't know what it is. It probably, um, it's just Samantha? Samantha? She sounds like a real Samantha. I don't think he gives her name, actually. Uh, you're going to enjoy the guy's first name, the mayor's first name, Brad. Yeah. Brant. <laughs> With Brant as my witness. <laughs> Brant can't watch that. He has to pay 100. <laughs> That's marvelous. <laughs> um, Brad's wearing his Lebowski coat today. There's Lebowski sweater. sweater. Yeah. Uh, he, Brent, uh, Brant Walker, mayor of Alton, Illinois. Uh, less than 48 hours. Uh, he, he said, these are serious times. I'm begging you to please stay at home. Less than 48 hours later, police broke up a gathering at Hiram's uh, Tavern in downtown Alton. Among those in attendance, Walker's wife. Walker announced in a statement on Monday that police had investigated and stopped a social gathering in violation of Illinois st- statewide order around 1 a.m. on Sunday. Said police also informed him uh, that his wife was there. I'm guessing that was an awkward call. Yeah. <laughs> This is the chief. So the mayor, I instructed the police chief to treat her as he would any citizen violating the stay-at-home order. So they and to ensure wait, is she, she white or black. And, is she dead now? And or? to ensure she received no special treatment. Um. So she. So they're right. probably going to so get she divorced. Got shanked? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Alton Alton police confirmed to CNN that officers uh, issued a criminal complaint for reckless conduct, a class A misdemeanor charge punishable by up to 364 days in jail. <laughs> or and or a twenty five hundred dollar fine so she to everyone fine. who gathered at the bar. Well, uh, the mayor said in a statement he's embarrassed by his wife's actions. My wife is an adult, oh, capable dude. of making her own decisions. <laughs> oh, we had Wait. a good run. And in this instance, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and in this instance, she exhibited a stunning lack of judgment. Oh, wow. She now faces dude. the same consequences for ill-advised decision as the other individuals who chose to violate. Bet. I bet when he bailed her out. Imagine having to live with that. Imagine I, that ride home. I know. With that guy Fuck. for the, for the I, rest of quarantine. I am embarrassed by this incident and apologize to the citizens of Alton for any embarrassment this incident may cause our city. Oh, wow. I mean, the so thing the dude is, did, though, the dude he, didn't acted, try to, he, he acted right. Yeah, the dude didn't try to hide it. I mean, 
Like that is how, in my opinion, how a politician should act in those kinds of situations. Your kid gets a DUI, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Like, yep, he did it. He's like, irresponsible. That's exactly mm-hmm. how it yeah. should be handled. But can you fucking no. imagine Awkward. that ride? Awkward. Yeah. My God. Yeah. I. <laughs> just was it quiet? Mom's was it quiet, today? or was it just like? You know what I mean? Was it like that? Quiet that is definitely not quiet. You know what I mean? Like it's so it's the loud that silence it's like on deafening. Mm-hmm. Like, or uh, was it? Did he? Did he have to say anything? Or was it just one of those where no words were spoken? They get home. I bet she goes upstairs. He goes to his study or goes and sits in the living yeah. room. And they didn't say a goddamn word. Yeah, I like, know. Or I bet, was it just an all-out brawl? I bet they were listening to the Pina Colada song on the way home. No, no, I'm I bet guarantee they weren't. They weren't. Hell yeah, street fight, man. G7! Uh, you just, you just press G8. Uh, boy, that, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I wish there'd be... Well, I, I'm hoping... Well, maybe I'm not hoping. I'm not hoping they get a divorce. Let's just say. I'm hoping for a follow-up to me, this. Did you mute me, by the way? Yeah, I, I, I did mute, because uh, somebody was singing, sending uh, files during the fucking podcast. Oh, it was me. Well, yeah, because we never do that. Yeah. Uh, go for it. Looks like there's going to be a brawl. Playing <laughs> something good? Hell yeah! Rolling Stone Street Fighting Man G7! You just hit G8. If you like Pina Coladas, bring it out! That's uh, so funny. Uh, uh, I gotta go help my dumb friend. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Uh, and then, oh, I got something special for this one, too. Sound? Yeah. All right. Ready? Why are you fucking muting well, me? Well, because we're sending files. Michael, you literally mean. just sent files. Well, it was huge. You muted us, and you literally just sent <laughs> he, he files. Was about it. God, you <laughs> dumb cunt. Jesus he Christ. He <laughs> wild maps. I know. <laughs> Computer is on. God. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. You are the Avalon of this <laughs> podcast. I know. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. A zoo has been trying to get two pandas to mate for 10 years. When coronavirus shut the zoo down, pandas finally did. (laughs) Parenthood might be around the corner for Ying Ying and Li Li, which are longtime residents at Ocean Park in Hong Kong. Zoo officials announced Monday, after 10 years of attempts at natural mating, it took me that long too, guys, uh, and through trial and learning, the two have finally succeeded. Through trial and learning. The successful natural mating process today is extremely exciting for all of us. Everybody's just watching like bear porn. Um... Is the chance of pregnancy via natural mating is higher than by artificial insemination? Um, Plus, it just feels better. Well, yeah, I had sex. Yeah, I mean, uh, put in in panda. (laughs) (laughs) What do panda Uh, sound like? I I don't know. Possibly tell you. Since late March, Ying Ying began spending more time playing in the water, while Li Li had been leaving scent markers around his habitat. (laughs) She's blowing her puss juice all over. And he's putting out the vibe searching, in the pool. It's searching the area for yinging scent. Can you smell the love He's tonight? literally putting out the vibe in the pool, and she's just hosing the place down with pheromones. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's still too early to tell if a bed, uh, whether... He lit a cigarette. Oh, I thought that was the water sprinkler. <laughs> he pops a bottle of Cristal. <laughs> he just sitting in the pool like... Uh, um, while it's still too early to tell whether, so whether a baby panda is on the way, uh, Ying Ying's body and behavioral changes are being closely monitored. 
Uh, the signs of pregnancy, including hormone level inflections, behavioral changes, all that shit. Anyway. You think animals ever role play during sex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the role is the woman lays down and the, the, the male just goes to town for 10 seconds until he comes. Behind her. So he's basically like a person. That's yeah, pretty similar. It's basically like the average male. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 10 seconds, but with a nurse's outfit. It's like frat boy sex in the uh, mammal, yeah. the rest of the, mama- the mammalian kingdom. Um, anyway, there's only <laughs> around 1,800 giant pandas that remain in their natural habitat. So this is it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it things. is. And it, I, I've read it's really hard to get these bastards to mate. So well, I think I mean, they've showed clearly. them. I think they've tried like panda porn yeah like, i mean i think i've yeah. heard that stuff they do that stuff panda yeah porn, like uh like role play like furries no they literally just show them pandas having sex uh, like you should do this yeah like yinging lily in the mood hint hint so. just imagine a, a furry in like a panda costume with god i love the I, I love the thought of a panda having a cigar in the pool like yeah. just putting out the dude just laying back <laughs> yeah well she's he's well, wearing, she was ready man <laughs> she's wearing a speedo she it too. she's, she's doing, doing the spring. panda version of laying rose petals all yeah. over the ground yeah <laughs> she's warming herself up <laughs> just, just rubbing that bean wow well <laughs> Oh, do pandas have beans? No, I doubt it. <laughs> Women that. don't either. Can so someone I've heard. Google that? <laughs> the female bean's a myth. Oh, God. All right, we got to get out of this segment ASAP. Oh man, you don't have anything else. I'm calling. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Somebody's uh. having fish tonight. <laughs> All right, Christ! Can we get rid of the soundboards again, please? Like <laughs> they're, com- they're no, they're, they're making a comeback. comeback. God, for like two weeks, we had episodes where like it wasn't just completely abused. <laughs> God, did you know there's more uh, tigers in captivity than there are in the wild? No, yeah, you would know that if you in Oklahoma. Them. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you would know that they'd be you know uh, uh, if you watch Tiger King. Well. Guess what, motherfucker? That. God, I just I hate them all. I hated every person in the show. They're all terrible people in their own ways. Yeah, uh, a guy I follow on Twitter wrote Carol Baskin, and just that was it. And like the first like forty comments were that bitch. <laughs> Poor Carol Baskin. Yeah, she totally killed a guy, but <laughs> no, she's a bad person too. They're none They're of them are good people. people. None of them. God, yeah. I like the people that are like. Wanting to get, they're wanting Trump to pardon Joe Exotic. I'm like, he literally put a hit out on somebody. Yeah, like you can't do that. You know what? That Trump sounds said? exactly you know, like the person he would pardon. Jesus. You know what Trump said? He said, "I'll take a look yeah. into it." Yeah, he yeah. totally will. I bet you right before the election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. Anyway, I'm not going Joe down Exotic. This. All right, Michael, what do you got? All right, um, this is this is a before we were doing podcasting. I feel like this is a. a a momentous occasion. It's been 20 years since this happened. Uh, 20 years since Fabio killed a goose with his face on a roller coaster. <laughs> Still one of the best stories ever. Yep. So, <laughs> dude, he got fucked up. He was struck in the fucked face by a up. goose. That's a that's a heavy bird, man. Dude, and they're going. It's quickly. not a light bird. <laughs> it's so. not a light dude, bird. Dude, I mean, he got totally fucked up. 
He looked like he had lost a battle with a lead pipe when he came down there. So uh, if you go on his Wikipedia page, there's only one simple sentence about it. Well, let me... Um, I guess his name is Lanzoni? Lanza, Lanzoni. 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 I love with marinara. Lanzoni's, Lanzoni's hobbies include uh, off-roading. Is his name Lanzoni Fabio or did he just create Fabio? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we, we need to know. His name was Dante Fieri. Well, we changed Google it to Dennis Feinstein because it was more exotic. <laughs> anyway, he has a joint. Uh, so he has a collection with his dad, Salro Lanzoni, uh, with over 200 mm-hmm. motorcycles, dirt bikes, racing bikes, and a championship Ducati. They're all Vespas. But how many mob hits have there been? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Wait, what's the thing? On his so the sentence says, in 1999, Lanzoni... Was struck in the face by a goose while riding Apollo's chariot roller coaster in Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Apollo's chariot was my nickname in high school. <laughs> yeah. Chicks love to ride it. He got smashed. Dude. dude. And the blood is so bright <laughs> red, man. He, got... he looks pissed. <laughs> well, wouldn't you? I bet that fucking hurt, man. <laughs> I mean, how long? I was. Let's think about this. Let's say you're on a roller coaster and you start going down the hill and you're halfway down and you get hit in the face by a and goose. And you got to ride. Well, like, it what? Like, I wonder how long it takes for it to register what the fuck just happened to you. Like, there's because yeah. there's got to be a period of shock where something happens, but you don't know what before the pain sets in. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering how far down the line it he was before he realized. Well, how then you got to ride the goddamn thing out. <laughs> he's, like, he's still got to go through the rest of the ride. <laughs> and there's people that have no idea what the hell happened. Uh-huh. He's bleeding everywhere, and they're like, "Wee!" Just blood sp- spraying backwards. And they're like, I think they're. Uh, four or five women around him, and they're all wearing the same clothes. Were they part of his entourage? I don't know if they were. If they, I'm guessing harem? it was some sort of uh, like thing, because they're all wearing like uh, I don't know, period clothes. Wait, <laughs> I don't know. What wait, the so word. they're wait. Jewish? No, they're like uh, what's <laughs> the word? Special underwear? Or Apollo's chariot? What? Whatever <laughs> that area is. That that what that era? I don't even fucking know. My brain is just. Are you talking about togas? Yeah, kind of Greek. Yeah, Greek Greek clothing with like (laughs) Fabio on a roller coaster with a bunch of Orthodox Jewish women. Well, they have blonde hair, so (laughs) or Orthodox Greek women. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going on in that picture. Man, he just. We've lost Michael. He's done. He's we might as well just hit pause. <laughs> he went down the, this is what happens when you go down the Fabio Wikipedia wormhole. Hey, I found out I found out this week what uh the uh Cannonball Run is. I had no idea. I've never watched the movie. Yeah. So um the Cannonball Run, uh can someone explain it to me? It's a movie. Well, I mean, besides that. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Herbie. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is from Those last are two week. Very different Why was things? I thinking of that? So Cannonball Run is... not that is, Burt Reynolds? Wait, for Herbie? I feel like it. I, I think Burt Reynolds is in. Not fucking Herbie. God damn it. It's not Herbie. Either him or Tom Selleck. They're both Hancock. the same. It's Herbie Hancock. <laughs> so Cannonball Run is when somebody run, or, or drives from one coast to the other coast. Oh, okay. Burt so, Reynolds, Roger Moore, Dom DeLuise, Farrah Fawcett. Dom DeLuise in, is in there? Yes. In Cannonball Run? Yes. It's a name I've not heard in a long time. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. A long time. Uh, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. Damn. Wow. I got to watch that, man. Jamie Farr. <laughs> Jamie Farr. Peter Fonda. Jesus, man. That was a who's who of people. Yeah. God. 
So anyway, um, because of everything that's going on in the world with uh, coronavirus. Directed by Hal Needham. I watched Goldfinger again the other night. It's like my favorite Bond Gold movie. Goldfinger! Somebody. somebody how, how in the world in the early 60s, in 1963, pussy galore. did they get away with Pussy Galore as one of the characters? I don't know. Oh, pushy. All right. <laughs> Is that a Connery vehicle? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, and he, like, and I'm watching this. I was watching it. it, it make, did it mean pussy back then? Oh, was it just I a mean, Michael, it's what always the meant that. What else did it mean? It's always Michael? meant that. I mean, her name is Pussy Galore. Well, because the cat. They couldn't have named her Pussy Jones or something. It was. I don't think that's. I don't think that's much better. Maybe she likes but... lots of cats. <laughs> no. No, Michael. she was a pilot. You've never seen the movie. She was good with a stick, Michael. She was? Yeah. I mean, and so I'm watching this. this movie. I'm watching this movie, and he like... It's fucking Goldfinger, Michael. Like, he might as well well have just raped her. Like, I'm like, God damn, man. Like, it just was a different time. Yeah, it really was. Jesus. Yeah, where rape was okay. The the dominant male... Apparently it was. The dominant male thing. Jesus. And it was like the whole idea of like... the. I mean, I watched that... I mean, I look at it now differently than I did five or ten years ago when I watched yeah. it. Like, yeah. you watch it now, and you're just like, God damn, I watch dude. Most, most movies from, world. like, the 80s and stuff, especially. Like, all the comedies. Holy shit. Fucking Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah, he totally rapes her. Yeah. But it was like a... But, like... I mean, I just, I couldn't fucking believe it. They're in like a barn and she's, he's just making these advances on her. She's like, no, I'm not interested. And then he just does her anyway. And she quote gives in. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Like how the fuck? Everybody gives in a Connery dick. But it's like how, like, do they? but you do, you know, but here's the thing. Like I was thinking about this as I watched that and I had that reaction. Like yeah. Mandy was watching with me too. And we just kind of look at each other like fucking hell, no, no, man. man. Like, did you ever watch The Rock? And uh, yeah, The Rock. Mm-hmm. That's, that's okay. not what I'm talking about. I unapologetically about. like that movie. I don't. I do. Um, would you rather be really? Uh, which 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 Connery son would you rather be? Nicholas Cage or uh, it's not Harrison his son. Ford? They're not. They're it's not, not his son. No, you dumbass. Oh, Connery, yeah. Connery escapes. Al is the only one that's ever escaped Alcatraz in that movie. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a lot to drink. <laughs> You've had a beer, Michael. A beer. A beer. That's a funny. low ABV beer. Oh God, is it? Yes. Yeah. It's not on the camera. So anyway, but I was thinking about how like, you know, it's easy to think that like society hasn't advanced. You know, you look at how far backwards we've gone like the last three and a half years. It, but you look at that kind of shit. And yeah. You, like we've come a long way because that is. That shit doesn't get I made. watch it now and I'm like, that's unacceptable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas even 10 years ago, I would have watched it and been like, oh, Ooh, yeah. just. Sh-. No, I wouldn't have cheered, but it's just like, oh, that's just. You know, Sean Connery, the ladies' man, and now I watch it. I'm like, God damn it, Sean man. Connery, the rapist. The rapist. Yeah. Jesus well, not Christ. Sean Connery, James right. Bond. Right. But, yeah. but anyway, like, it, I, so I was like, I, we've we've come a long way in a lot of ways. We're not there yet, no. but like, definitely we've advanced a little. So yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Anyway, Cannonball Run. Back back to the point. Uh. So Cannonball Run. So, so because of the coronavirus. Tell me about it, pushy. Because of the coronavirus <laughs> shit, uh, they broke the Cannonball Run record. Somebody did during right now, and they they broke it. So really, uh, it they took them twenty six hours wow. thirty eight minutes. Fucking How hell. do you not get arrested? I 26 know. Hours, You've got to have some sort of high tech equipment in like, the in the tank, so that their trunk is full with extra gas. gas. Right. Yeah. So they made it all the way. 
on on one tank of gas. One tank? Well, I mean, they they have extra tanks in the. Well, truck. yeah, I know, but still, even then, I yeah. mean, I bet they had dual tanks where you can switch over. Oh, like, they would have had to. There's, there's looks like there's four different. Yeah. Uh, four. Or but five still, I mean, that's. It's pretty impressive. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. God, twenty six hours. That is twenty six hours not long. Barely a day. Yeah. <laughs> To get across the country. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So the the last record was 28 hours and 50 minutes in 2013. Wow. So. So when are we doing that? There's no way. Dude, cross country trip. They have to have a car. Cross country trip. I, I sit here and say. You'd have to have a speed. That would yeah. be fun. We would fucking murder each other. Oh, God. Yeah, we, would we would fucking murder each other. The first time he went on some fucking weird ass music kick or whatever, it would be over. Like. We wouldn't even. I yeah, bet, because we'd make the mistake of actually agreeing to like let him yeah. play music. Let's stay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Guys. Or we'd be driving and watching YouTube. Michael, keep your fucking eyes on the road. <laughs> I got to catch up on my nine shows. Jesus. I mean, we would, we would, we would fucking. You two especially would fucking kill each other. We can get along. Ish. Eh, I mean, <laughs> sort of. We've been in a car for long distances before. Not, yeah, we have. Not cross country. Not cross country. Let's say mm. let's say we started in New York and or Maryland or wherever it is, and we were heading to California to L.A. Okay. How Ooh. far do we get going east to west before one of us just fucks off and is like, "I'm done." You don't make it out of Maryland. Me? You wouldn't fucking make it yeah. out. Of oh Maryland. yeah, I would. No, because Michael and I would start fighting. You'd be done. No, I can. Yeah. I yeah. No, I think you would be the first one because I have a stick to it sort of attitude where you're just like when you I get annoyed, you're like fuck it. Oh, something like that though. I would keep it. I would keep at it just to do it. How you feeling about that, Michael? No, something like that. I would keep doing it just to do it. <laughs> I don't know. It would. It wouldn't be pleasant. I'm just. There's just no way. No. We'd be carrying a corpse by the time we got I mean, to like just, Nebraska. Like it's one of those ideas that just sounds really fun until you start getting to the nuts and I'm bolts sure of it. I'm sure there's just one guy who did it though. Well, probably, but I'm just saying if we decided to take like a pastor's road trip, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure our wives will allow that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're going to fuck off and drive across the country. Is that you cool? cool with that? Uh, See you later. Hope right, you can find right. your dad. I got to go move this stone down a little further. <laughs> oh my god, Michael. We'll just keep going, Michael. What do you got? Uh, all right. Um, so there's been a bizarre. Uh, well, hold on. Wait. Let me let me play the goddamn song. Where the fuck is the song? There's a song to this. I thought I thought Brad was right there. It's actually a jacket. <laughs> it's like why is he just standing there stretching? How you doing, does buddy? He, does he have a pee corner over there? Because the arms are out. Not in my garage. He doesn't. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm feeling great, man. Yeah. Where the fuck? Is what that are you? Song? What are you playing? I'm trying to find this Josh's song, the Florida Man song. No, just just read the fucking story, man. We don't need the song, Michael. We do need read the, song. the story. We need it. You're wasting time. Just read the goddamn story. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, I actually want to do this one. Oh my gosh. Florida man, Florida man. Does whatever a Florida man does Stuffing meth up his ass No drug screen would he ever pass Look out, here comes Florida man He's got gators for pets Are you going to play the whole thing? No, why not? His lineup picks will make you sick Dancing naked We're an hour into this, Michael. Hell. Can you stop? Murdering girlfriends with Taco Bell Look out, here comes Florida man God damn it, Florida Michael! Man. Stop. 
I blame Josh Casey for all of this. Oh, God. Fuck him and fuck you. All right. God. Uh, so, Florida woman, actually. Um, <laughs> bizarre. Well, actually, is a woman. Um, I, so, a bizarre uh, rash of porn-filled Easter eggs were left in mailboxes, uh, and they led to a Florida woman's arrest. So, How do you fill Easter eggs with porn? I imagine it's where we're... Pornographic pictures. <laughs> it's what? Pornographic pictures. <laughs> Flagler County's. Uh, Flag- Flagler, Flagler didn't Fla- touch her. Flagler County Sheriff's Office says that April, not April, April, Sestoni <laughs> of Palm. You literally missed nothing. Oh, yeah. There's no towel in the bathroom. Sorry. There's never a towel in that bathroom. No, there isn't. I don't know what happens. Is it, was there ever a towel in there? Is it? Whatever. Just, you're going to dry them off my shoulder. Just do it. God. You, you've missed nothing. There's a woman who's leaving porn. No, you missed Michael us. playing the goddamn Florida Man song the, the entire song. way through. <sighs> it went about as well as you'd think. Um, so, Abril Sestoni of Palm By Coast. Way, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Did you pee one out? No. no. You have to massage it out like toothpaste? No. <laughs> Minty fresh. <laughs> kind of squeeze the bottom of the tube. Get out. <laughs> no, it doesn't turn your pee into pudding, Michael. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I hope I never find out. Oh, All right. Um, shit. Anyway, so she's just sticking porn in, in, in bags, it looks like, in the Easter eggs and putting in mailboxes. Um, they were patrolling. <laughs> Rolling deep. See me patrolling. <laughs> she distributed Jacking. <laughs> Trying to catch me. I don't know. <laughs> it's good. Uh, she distributed 400 pamphlets. Of just porn? Of porn pamphlets. I don't know. <laughs> Is she a porn star or like? She, she made several incoherent statements and rants about the church and local clergy. Um, so she got back at him by distributing porn. I hate to tell you, the clergy are already looking at porn. Yeah, like, to say spoiler alert, yeah. they don't need you to give it to them. Yeah, they're <laughs> all on Pornhub Premium right she, now. It yep. wasn't just the the pastors; she was just mad about them for something. Who the fuck knows what's going on in this story? <laughs> People are nuts, man. It's in Florida for one thing. It's in a county called Flagler County. People are just crazy. So the, the eggs contain not only pornographic images, but also non-threatening references to local churches and. County buildings and other miscellaneous items. Gonna blow you up. It's not a threat. <laughs> not I'm just threat. saying. I'm just telling you. If, if I were to think about it, I'm just thinking. I'm not doing it. Were I to blow up a church, it would probably be Old <laughs> First Baptist. But here's some porn. That doesn't. Yeah. yeah okay. Next story. She was uh, booked in the local jail and was held on seven thousand dollars bond. So I'm guessing she doesn't have seven thousand dollars. You know, she might, her, her lover bonds. might have some hmm? bail bonds. Hmm. I think she paid for all that porn. <laughs> I think she went to Kinko's for that. I think she like, has a subscription to 
Playboy? Or? I, Michael, I don't you know. I, I don't pictures. know. I just want off the story. Just whatever's next. She got a, you think she got Canon or an Epson? Is Epson still a you thing? I think it's Inkjet, maybe? It's probably Inkjet, Michael. Yeah. Oh. I got to get some Inkjet cartridges. Yeah, you should get some Inkjet later. cartridges. What's next, Michael? Um... I just it's better to agree with him. Like it's so, just, just South, faster. South African <laughs> traditional leader was buried inside his Mercedes Benz with his hands on the wheel. Chief Sakede Pizzo, seventy-two. Sure. That's exactly how you pronounce is, it. Uh, There's nothing I love more than Michael trying to read names for his newsfeed pieces. <laughs> Spell it. T S H E. K E D E. Sacchetti. Yeah, I mean, Sacchetti. Probably Sacchetti. Yeah. Like mom's Sacchetti? <laughs> Vomit on his sweater. Vomit on his sweaty already. Mom's Sacchetti. Uh, last name Pizzo. Mom's He's nervous. <laughs> to drop bombs. <laughs> so good. Mom's Sacchetti. I can't even spell it. <laughs> spell that again. T S H E K E T E. Pizzo. Just like it's like, like can, you spell, just can like, you spell it again? T S H E K E D E. Like, like mom's. It's mom's He collapsed. <laughs> he collapsed and died of old age. <laughs> Not many people like are standing when they die anymore. Does that happen ever? Like where you just collapse and you're dead? Yeah. It feels like I'm people sure just does. like I thought it was always in a bed. No, I mean I think that you just said nobody lot, just stands and dies anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, they generally fucking whatever collapse. happened to the good old days when they <laughs> just died straight up. Just stood, stood there. <laughs> Boy, back in my day, all you do is push them back <laughs> into the coffin. We I died mean, like men standing up in the corner. <laughs> God, what the hell are you talking about? I just imagined him dying in a corner, (laughs) leaning up against the wall. You just got to fall back. Uh, uh, Grandpa's propped up in the corner. Oh, boy. Uh, Just jerking off. There's a shit splatter underneath him when his bowels like up. <laughs> well, well, God, why, why? Like, there's just, there's just that's what happens. There's just no. How'd you know he was reason. dead and not praying in the corner? Well, his the pants shit, turned brown. The shit splatter underneath him. Oh, Grandpa went. Wow, boy, this got really dark. Really, <laughs> we need to exit really this quickly. Like, I'll hurry up. Anyway, we went from Mom Sacchetti. Or Shaketti to <laughs> Grandpa died in the corner and shit himself. What the hell? What the hell happened? That was so fast. I regret nothing. Within ten seconds, we went from an Eminem joke to dead grandparents. When you fart when you're dead, does it make a sound, dude? God. Anyway. Like, everybody's like, what kind of questions are you going to ask God when you get to heaven? Everybody's like, oh, the meaning of life. Hey, where am I? Did my parents make it? Michael, uh, do you fart after you're dead and can people hear it? God. You should, you should get on Reddit. The next celebrity AMA they do, you should just ask that. Whoever it is. Doesn't matter who. Doesn't matter who it is. Just. Hey, do you know if you fart? If you fart when you're dead, do people hear it? 
So he, he died. He so he died, and and he he was driven to his final resting place in the back of a trailer, uh, dressed in his favorite white suit, like a fucking circus elephant. Seriously, <laughs> like a caged tiger. Both his hands were attached to the steering wheel. He just put like zip cords up there. <laughs> zip tied. They fucking zip tied him to the. <laughs> they zip tied his hands to the steering wheel, and and granted, this isn't like a brand new Mercedes. It's a nineteen nineties E five hundred Mercedes. That was a good year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't mean it. so if you need a 1990s E500 Mercedes, I can tell you where to get slightly, one. slightly used. <laughs> don't mind the poop stain in the driver's seat. Michael, they probably embalmed him before they put him in the car. Uh, so they did just, we'll never die. Know. They did just chuck him in there and bury it. <laughs> God. What the hell? <laughs> Dude, move on, there's, please. There's like a tarp too. They they put a tarp over it. Well, they don't want to get it dirty. Why? <laughs> Why would they put it. a tarp? Dude, it has video of them. Like, no, my, Michael, we need. They it's cr- been an hour and fifteen minutes. Dude, we need to be done. Dude, I told my okay. wife I would be home before dinner, so okay. we really okay. got to get this. Let rolling. me just let me just finish this with. They built. They put. A, they built a. a the giant city? hole in the water and the in the ground. In the, the water. There's no water. <laughs> I wish there was water. That would be much better. I'm and gonna get you some. They water. put a they put a fucking tarp on the car, and then literally leaned back the 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 tow truck that was in. <laughs> just let, let it go, and it, it rolled into the fucking spot, and it kind of like wiggles against the sides of where it's supposed to go. Dude, it did not go in gracefully. I feel like they're gonna have to go in and, and push it a little further in. Because it's kind of sticking out. Got a guy jumping on the hood, trying to to mash it down to the bottom. Can I get an elephant to sit on this, please? (laughs) Okay. What? All right. We never did uh, news or uh, bright side. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't. That's probably fine. I had a good bright side. What's yours? Well, we can do it. I mean, that's fine. All right. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side. I love that you prefaced this song with Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. (laughs) That is so perfect. So perfect. As he hit the button. Yes. Like he wanted to do it enough to... (laughs) Just his protest of saying, what do you got? got? What do you got, Mark? What do you got? You had one. Oh, okay. I forget. Which was Brad? God damn it, man. Uh, Mandy and I finished a show last night, uh, Unorthodox on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, really good. So uncircumcised penises. It's uh, no. just ignoring. Just but fucking don't engage. Circumcised don't engage. Um, it's the story of a. Uh, it's actually based on a memoir, so it's like based on a true story type deal. Gentile peens. <laughs> Shiksa peen. Um, of a geisha. Shiksa of a geisha. <laughs> it's the Jewish Japanese mashup. I can't spell that. I can't. I'm going to try it. Uh, <laughs> it take place in Sheboygan. Shiksa of a geisha. Sheboygan, Ohio. Um, it's Sheboygan, Wisconsin, you dumb shit. I don't know. Did I you just... say Sheboygan, Ohio? Yeah. Well, that is unfucking. There's got to be a Sheboygan, nope, Ohio. No, there's not. That is so, so good. I didn't really know. I just threw it. Threw out a dart. Sheboygan. It's, it's, the lesser it's the lesser <laughs> known. You the lesser known sister city of Sheboygan, <laughs> Wisconsin. At least you hit the Midwest. <laughs> Sheboygan, Ohio. <laughs> Fuck. 
fuck me. Oh, shit. Anyway. So, anyway, it's it's essentially a story of deconversion. So, uh, she grew up in Williamsburg, uh, Brooklyn, which is like, there's more Jews in in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, than there are in Israel. Um, it's in the United States, the biggest. Yeah. And this is so... It's interesting because this is, I was listening to, Moshe Kasher is like one of my favorite comedians. Oh, he's oh, great. Nice. And this is the community that his father was a part of. Oh, okay. Like, is it's he like in this? the, no, 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 it's like, but I heard him talking about it on his podcast. So <clears throat> it is like ultra Orthodox mm-hmm. community. Like, yeah. as, as fundamentalist Orthodox. When you think Orthodox of Jews, this is what you get. think of. It is, it makes fundamentalist <laughs> Baptists look like child's play. Like, it's, it's insane. So, it is. <clears throat> it's an interesting format. There's four, only it's four episodes, and there's like they're like fifty, fifty-five minutes long, and it follows uh, her. Esther is is her name, and she's leaving her husband without telling him, and, and leaving and to go to Berlin. Is it a documentary? No, it's a it's mm-hmm. a show, but it's based on a memoir. It's based on uh, a okay. true story. So, but it's a it's a it's a like it's a series of shows. Because I was confused at first too. I was like, is this a documentary? Is it? But no, it's. It's actually just a almost like a novelization of a memoir. So, um, she wants out of not only her marriage, but wants out of the community. So she fly like she has somebody basically sneak her out of New York and fly to Berlin. <coughs> she doesn't. The only person she knows in Berlin is, Berlin is her mom. Her mom doesn't know she's coming. Her mom left Orthodox Judaism, left her father when she was little, and left and moved to Berlin. Um, so, but her mom didn't know she was coming. Like she literally didn't know anybody. So it just follows her. And it's like this interesting format because it follows the present day of what is happening in the midst. There's flashbacks of her life as an orth, as Orthodox and in, in the process of basically getting a husband chosen for her yeah. and marriage and all this. Shit. It was, it's, it was really freaking good, man. Mm. Um, so that's that's my bright side. It was nice. I enjoyed sharing shows like that with Mandy. Like we don't get a lot of that since we have kids. Yeah, might not right. <laughs> we don't get to watch a lot of shows um, together. But yeah, that's a it's a good one. So I recommend it. I remembered mine. Um, where'd it go? Hold on. Uh, so Sunday, uh, I got a notification that Glenn Hansard was doing a concert on Instagram. So I watched that. It was really awesome. Nice. It was just him in his house. Um, oh, I would dude. See, Glenn Hansard by himself is, is my yeah, favorite Glenn Hansard. Him in his house. And I assume it, his I girlfriend, his albums are fine, but man, him by himself yeah. is just, I could yeah. take or leave his albums, but the one soundtrack, yeah, especially the shit where it's just like him, him and Mark had a, oh, yeah, great. Um, but so it was just him in his guitar playing. He played a song on the piano as well. Uh, his, I guess he lives in like, uh, uh, the like servant quarters of a like a house but there's like <laughs> of a lot of there's like a lot of other musicians that live in that area and so two of his neighbors showed up um and we're like social distancing so they were in their in his backyard and they one out they came out one at a time and and uh just played a couple songs themselves or one song per guy huh so that's it was cool. really cool. Yeah, yeah there's a they recording read some poetry. Of it there. Is it on YouTube or anything? It was on Instagram. I don't know. I think hmm. that that uh, it. I'll, I'll look. It was on um, Ginger Man Two Two Two. It was the Instagram. Hmm. I don't have my phone. It's not in my car, but I'd look at look it up to see <clears> if it's in the videos section. So that was it. Um, let me think. Uh, a couple nights ago, Beth and I watched the Avengers. 
Oh, Ooh, nice. nice. We're working our way through the Marvel movies, like, chronologically. Um, and we finally got around to the Avengers. Man, that's a, that's a fun movie. Yeah, what's your favorite so far? Damn, man, I don't know. Probably the Avengers. Yeah. that was That's a damn good movie. Um because it introduces you to a lot of characters and like they all, I don't know. I just, it was really fun. Yeah. My favorite um, to where you are is definitely uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, uh, yeah. no, not Miss Mar- uh, Captain Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I like Captain Miss Marvel, Marvel was great. comics as well. I forgot about Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah Captain that's Marvel. pretty great. Yeah. I thought you watched it. You, you did watch that, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's just, it's been fun to watch that. We've also been watching Good Bones. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so I, I I paused our YouTube TV subscription because there's no sports on. Yeah. <laughs> but Beth was like, so it was good up through like the last couple days or whatever. And Beth was like, can we get that back so I can watch Good Bones? <laughs> so, so we did. Um, <clears throat> so we, we've been laying in bed watching that a couple episodes a night on that. So I can like listen to music and kind of watch. And it's just, yeah, it's, they do a really good job with shows. It's not annoying. Like it's not one of those annoying like dramatic things mm-hmm. like and it's, it's just, real too it's, it's like, real it's in, and it's, it's in not, fucking indie though it's it's not some shtick where yeah. they're coming in and ruining somebody's house yeah you know they're actually building houses yeah. to sell yeah so, so it it's it's really it's just a it's just neat designs they do um so there's that and i had another one um is it butt stuff <laughs> there it is yeah every week every week Every week it's butt stuff. Yeah, it's butt I stuff. I love just the nonchalant. I know. Just, it's, it's a butt I, stuff. Yeah, I keep thinking like, it, he's just hoping one change. of these weeks it's going to be butt stuff and he will be so happy. Do I really do it every week? Pretty close. Damn near, man. Oh, I'm going to do it intentionally now. Not, you're not? Is. You're not already? Nope. Sure wasn't. <laughs> no, he's just genuinely curious about butt stuff. Well, I could. Never mind. No. Um, so I, I've been working at the factory for. I'm almost at a year at this point. I'm going to be a year in June. Has it been that long? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, first of June was my first day, <clears throat> June 5th or 6th. Um, You're knuckle deep in that. <laughs> just You can't stop him, no. man. Especially after he's had two beers. You can't fucking stop him. <laughs> you can't. God damn, I'm getting you water. Oh, um, shit. I, I really like the guys I work with on my shift, like the maintenance guys. We all get along really well. We have really good laughs together. Oh, you didn't like us, you piece of shit? No, but I didn't really work you with... I mean, son of a bitch. I didn't really work with you. Like, No, not much. Not I me. Mean, we really didn't. When I did work with you guys, it was fun, but like, we just really didn't work together. We were, you're all separate. and um, But I work pretty closely with these guys, and, and it's... Um, I don't know. It's just nice. Like, It's just really nice to guys that are like nothing like me. I mean, like, sort of politically, they a lot of them are pretty similar Which to me. But really strikes me as weird. <clears throat> yeah, there's there's that. a fair amount of liberals, liberal yeah, or progressive I there. Cannot believe that. Um, <laughs> but even the guys that don't are just are just really fun to work with. Um, you know, the guy I kind of got in a fight with the, the newer guy. He and I get along great now. You got I mean, in a fight with a guy? Ah, eh, sorta. He kind of cuffs or no? He kind of blew up at me. He said, "Oh, you're you're taking my you're taking my uh, I don't know how he how he worded it." You're basically stealing the job from me or whatever. Like I was just like I would go in and help because he was new and I was. I mean, he's only like a month behind me, or a month or two behind me, and I would go in and help. And he got mad at me one day for it, and I was like, "Fuck you, then." Like I'll just you're on your own then. Um, but that got resolved, and and we're good and whatever. Like, um, did he go to HR? No, he didn't go to HR. We didn't have to do that. But, um, 
don't know. It's just it's just nice to work with the guys you really like. Like I mean, and, I mean, you guys know <laughs> what's that like? Yeah, I know, right? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Josh Casey's a piece of trash. <laughs> Just human garbage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, Bilbo, Bilbo looking motherfucker. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just Bilbo, I thought about Bilbo Baggins. I thought about that yesterday after work. It's just it's just nice to work with with guys you get along with because you do and you help each other out. Like we all have our areas we're supposed to be in, like our lines. But man, when when a call comes, it's, hey, can you get that? Somebody goes and gets it. Like yeah. it's not it's not a territorial thing mm-hmm. anymore. It's hey, somebody needs help. I'll wander over and help John out or, you know, wander over and help Pat or help Mark out or whatever, or vice versa. So it's, it's just a nice bright spot to go to work and work with guys that, you know, aren't going to treat you like shit and right. are going to fuck you over. Yeah. So. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, what do you got? I oh, you did, did yours. Mine. We already hey, did ours? Hey, uh, what, what was yours, Matt? What are we doing? Michael. All right, play the song, Michael. All right, where's the button? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause just so we don't lose shit. Yeah. All right, pause. We're back, and uh, here we go. Nope, wrong nope, one. Wrong one. Going to leave that well, in. Well, I am going to get Michael's, some drink. I'll be back. Michael's back in. I like that. It's like, I'm going to slow down. Do you want some water? Beer I'm number right. three. I'm going to slow out tomorrow. <laughs> slow out tomorrow? Slow down tomorrow. Do you want some water? Nah, I'm, I'm all right. Are you? Five stars so, get just it's I'm in the I'm in the leaning in the back of the chair mode right now. Yeah, you are. Oh, I did the feedback song. God damn it! You did, <laughs> and I didn't even notice it. Oh, shit! <laughs> I didn't even notice it either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I got nothing. So what do we? You really We're, don't? I don't have shit. Seriously, Matt chose this thing. God, we're talking about fear because it's kind of everywhere right now. Um, so I had I, my notes are on my phone. I I Go get your it. car and get them, Michael. All right, I'll be back. All right, hit pause or just don't. Just, just pa- whatever. Just okay. chip wait, in. Wait, what is going on right now? Hold on, wait. What? Check, check. Uh, it's not registering the audio. Update. My uh, phone was in my jacket right behind me. So <laughs> God, God, my Michael, car. That's yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> Oh, All right. 12 text messages. All right. Good. Take us away. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, we're we're going to talk about fear. I mean, I think we're living in a pretty fearful time right now in a lot of ways. Politically, the fucking virus, like, um, there's a lot of uncertainty, and uncertainty definitely breeds fear. Yep. Uh, I just I so I think we just talk about that. I, mean, I I'm, I think Brad's got stuff and I've got some stuff. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of let it rip and go where we want to go. Um, I mean, I think the first thing to do is just acknowledge that you're afraid, um, and understand that. I mean, Thich Nhat Han talks about this. That even talk to it, like yeah. acknowledge your fears, like this almost a sentient being, like um, which I think is weird for a lot of people, but I think it's worthwhile. Yeah. It it's, de- it's, definitely a thera- it's definitely a therapeutic <laughs> technique. I mean, I, and I think a lot of us, um, a lot of us grew up with the show a stiff upper lip type oh, of dude. That's the American way. Yeah, it is. Um, go punch a mountain. You're, you're, you're told to bury your fear. You're told to press ahead. Yep. Um, and the problem is that burying fear, it, it only makes it grow and mutate. And what it mutates into is anxiety and dread. I mean, and I think Brad pointed this out at one point that um, 
it can start to have physiological effects. Yeah. You said your back was hurting, it, which could, turns could have been your kidneys. It turns out that might have had an explanation, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, looking back, that may be what it is. <laughs> but it has physiological effects on you. I mean, it can it can really build up in your body and and really start to affect you physically. So I, I think the first step is just acknowledge that you're afraid. And, and it's interesting to see in the pub that a lot of people are actually doing that. Yeah. Um, doing what? acknowledging their fear yeah, and don't and don't feel bad about acknowledging that once again i think that's where especially in america i can't speak for the rest of the world but america man like this stiff upper lip mm-hmm. uh you know we all a lot of us come from well i guess maybe it is more of a east or a western european thing of you know i know irish a lot of times can have the mm-hmm. i think it was it pete rollins said like an Irish saying is like, if your kid dies, just bury the boy, bury the boy. Yeah. Just move on. Don't, mm-hmm. don't talk about it. Just mm-hmm. bury the boy. Yeah. So like there's this, we are, we've sort of been raised in this idea of like, if you acknowledge something like fear, you're not a man. I know this is, I don't know. I also can't speak for women in this, but I know being a man. Yeah. I mean, how many times were you told be a man? Yeah. Man up, man up. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid of of that. Don't be afraid of whatever. You know, I mean, I I was a very fearful child and got you were afraid. I of was. Fucking everything. I, I mean, I was. And I, um, <laughs> you know, looking back, it's like, oh, I struggle with anxiety, um, which <laughs> chicken egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which one came first? Yeah. Uh, the fear, or the anxiety. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think even to this day, I sometimes have trouble. If I acknowledge my fear, I will still sort of feel weird about it. You know, I'll mm-hmm. sort of, uh, I would, I would have trouble. I would think even to this day, I would have trouble like talking to myself and acknowledging my fear that way because it would, I still, I do have that imprinted in me of, and I think it's because I was sort of ridiculed a lot as a kid for being so fearful by yeah. you, yeah. by mom sure. and dad, by you asshole. Matt. No, I, mean, I, I don't, did I? Yeah, dude, seriously. Okay, yeah. I did. <laughs> um, Matt shame someone, but, no. uh, you know, but I, I mean, I was afraid of, you know, let's, I was afraid of dogs and I got ridiculed mm-hmm. for that. Fireworks, fireworks, mm-hmm. uh, storms. I mean, you name it. Yeah. Um, and I got ridiculed a lot for it. And I think that has carried over a lot to now where to acknowledge fear is to go, well, I'm going to, if I acknowledge that I have to, I'm going to open myself up to being ridiculed again for it. You know what's interesting? I hit all that. What do you mean? I wasn't afraid of fireworks, but I was afraid of storms. Yeah. Um, bigger dogs. I was probably afraid of bigger dogs. I hid my fear. Uh, you you kind of wore yours, I think, but I was I definitely hid mine. Which yeah, I mean, talk about what I talked about in therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, just hiding your fear and the, and how that that sort of bubbles up into into much deeper problems. Um, you know, fear. Yeah. And, I mean, or anxiety, dread, like that kind of thing. So, anything you suppress is going to come out in different ways. Yeah, it is. Oh, absolutely. Nothing's yep. nothing's going to stay down. Like yeah. it's going to bubble up. So I just, you know, I just think it's interesting. I think you have to acknowledge the fear. I mean, here's the, here's the Thich Nhat Hanh quote. I mean, along these lines, the only way to ease our fear and be truly happy is to acknowledge our fear and look deeply at its source. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to escape from our fear, we can invite it up to our awareness and look at it clearly and deeply. So, I mean, he's saying you invite it in mm-hmm. instead of repelling it and trying to repel it, you invite it mm-hmm. into your house and you mm-hmm. talk to it and you acknowledge it and you look at where is this fear? Where's the, what's the root of this fear? Cause it's easy to think of something like, Oh, it's the fear of getting COVID-19 or whatever, or 
but there's something even below that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it comes from a very deep source, even below just whatever's this, whatever surface issue you're dealing with or whatever it might be. So, you know, acknowledge it, especially, I think this, like I said, I think this is especially hard for men in this yeah. country because of the whole machismo that we've all been steeped in and grown up in. And, you know, it's taken me 40 years to go, I'm fuck all that stuff. Like, but I think there's still a lot of residual of that in my head that I, sure. you know, haven't dealt with and acknowledged. So, yeah. Michael, Michael you got stuff? Um, no, I don't have anything. <laughs> I thought I did. That's all I have. It's fear bonder. Oh, that's great. Well, Contr- great contribution. <laughs> I, I did have some thoughts, but I'm still still working on <laughs> Came prepared, guys. All I have is fear boner. <laughs> God. <laughs> I got the Yoda quote, but I can't think of it right now. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Suffering. God. Well, I mean, okay, let's talk about that. Everybody likes, well, not everybody. Most <sighs> people like Star Wars. Yeah. You either like Star Wars or you're wrong. But I think that's a great quote. Fear leads to anger. I mean, look at our, look at our country right now. Mm-hmm. Fear leads to anger. We are a deeply angry country. Oh God, yeah. Anger leads to hate. We're a deeply hateful country, and hate leads to suffering. Yeah. What does that all stem from? Fear. Mm-hmm. Like people voted for Donald Trump in 2016 and will vote for him again in 2020 out of fear. Mm-hmm. You had mm-hmm. white supremacist people that were afraid of losing their status in society. Oh, well, this guy's going to take care of that. So when you have that fear, you lash out at other groups, you lash out at people, you lash out at everything. You know, it's the immigrant's fault that, you know. Fear that, always needs a scapegoat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Always does. And it, and it's never the right scapegoat. No, never. Yeah. Which in, in It's the never the cause. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it with Rob Ryersey last week, like you're voting for the wrong party guys. Like yeah. if yeah. you're, if you're poor and whatever you're, it's not the immigrants fault that you're poor. Yeah. It's definitely those guys. The ones and, giving the trillion and a half dollar tax yeah, cut to right. the corporations. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, I think that Yoda quote is a perfect example of, I mean, you see that played out yeah. every day here. Yeah. I think there's also, um, an addiction to fear as well. Yep. I think, Honestly, I think it stems from from 9-11 and the 24-hour news cycle where we got so yep. – I mean, I mean, that's 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 part of it. <clears throat> but that has fed into it so much. Yeah. Every, every news network has got something going on where they're showing the worst. Yep. Of, well, that, start, that started with the first Gulf War. Yeah, CNN started right. that. Yeah, I wasn't – wasn't you were really paying attention then. Yeah, you were you were a babe at that point. Yeah, for me it was yeah, it was nine eleven. I think nine, the, I think the twenty four hour news cycle really ramped up after nine. Well, it feeds yeah. off of fear. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. feeds off of fear. Because That's when I remember ra- personally ratings. watching hours, hours, like, days yeah. of coverage. I mean, just I mean, I don't know. Just if that was part of the way of processing the crazy and the yeah. grief, and it probably was. You know, I don't watch any of that shit now because I I know better. But yeah. like. You know, then I th- but you're ex- absolutely right. I think there that's, becomes an addiction yeah, to like, yep. I mean, we're addicted to the negative. I mean, Jesus Christ, there's a whole movement of like preppers who are mm-hmm. ready for worse. And I'm sure that paid off right now, but um, they, all, they all have toilet paper yeah. while we don't. We're yeah. wiping our ass with our hands. Yeah. Fucking animals. But I, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I do think that there's like, there is a low key addiction to some sort of outrage 
our fear, outrage and fear kind of go hand in hand. Yep. And I think outrage is often a, uh, it's a byproduct. It's a byproduct of absolutely. Well, and I, I think let's, let's move this away from just, you know, the conservative side of the spectrum. I mean, you're sitting and watching the Democrats and progressives and liberals eat themselves out of fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that's exactly what it is. It's the fear of another four years or God knows how long of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And what that's leading to is anger at everybody Mm -hmm. except just Donald Trump. Whereas that's, it should be all pointed there, Mm -hmm. like towards him and towards the Republican party. And yet it's getting spouted out. Well, it's the Bernie bros fault. It's the fault of the boomers. It's the fault. Like, I mean, you just see, it's just constant scapegoating on either side and it's, I mean, to say it's causing suffering, of course it's causing suffering. I mean, yeah. Jesus. You're I, miserable. I've spent a fair bit of misery in it. People like, are miserable. Yeah. I mean, you're just miserable. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm not immune to that. And I think it's okay to recognize your misery and go, okay, this is not good for me right now, so let's take a break from it. Brad, you're really good at that. I'll take a break. I'll delete Twitter off my phone. I'll take breaks from that shit because I know I can't do more negativity right now. Yeah. Maybe it's a day. Maybe it's a week. Maybe it's whatever or eternity in your case with Twitter. Um, and that, and that's fine. Like yeah. you just take breaks and go, I can't do this. Like there, I just, I mentally, and I think an enlightened person will say, will recognize, I won't say enlightened. A wise person will say, I recognize this isn't healthy for me right now. Yeah. I'm going to take a break from this. Yeah. You're spiraling. Yeah. 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 And it's very, and, and fear is a, is the motive is will put you in a spiral. And, and I, I mean, I, I don't want to really want to talk about the election, but, um, I, I, I think people are, are optimistic when they think that this has changed anyone's mind. I heard somebody today call it the, the stimulus money, call it the make America great again, check. Well, they're fucking idiots. So, yeah. so yeah, it's just, I mean, we get that. Yeah. We, they don't see it. They don't see that. Uh, number one. All right. These checks are fucking socialism. So yeah. <laughs> swallow that pill. <laughs> That one trillion dollar tax cut to the corporate—that's uh, fucking socialism. I think we're far afield. It's corporate there. Yeah, socialism. We are, we're, we're, we're way yeah, far afield, right? Uh, but no, you're. I mean, it. I think it's okay to talk a little bit about the election because I think that is weighing heavy on. Oh yeah, a lot I, of I think that right a lot now. of people have been living in that for the last. You know, when you years. take, like you said, Matt, we've, we're in a soup of like mm-hmm. potential Despair. shit to fear. Like yeah. that, we fear. Uh, obviously, the virus. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a, I mean, every day you can find a million things. I mean, uncertainty I, of your, your, your occupation, yeah. uncertainty of yeah. paying the bills, uncertainty yeah. of $1,200. It's going to do fuck all. Like, yeah, I mean, it, shit. I right. mean, that's the thing. Like, and a lot of people might not get it for four or five months. Like yeah, what the fuck is that going to do? Yeah, like they're going to be on the fucking street by then. I like know. it's crazy. Uh, but no, I let's, I don't want to get, yeah, talk too much about that. Yeah. But I, I but think, it is it is a soup is to your point. Yeah. It is it, a soup. And, of and so the, I mean I think that also has to be acknowledged there's always going to be something to fear always. Even yeah. if Trump loses in November there's going to be something else to fear when COVID goes away there's going to be something else to fear. It th- so swine flu too. Just like assuming but here's the thing is just assuming that like a certain uh event or whatever is going to go away isn't going to ease your fear. It's something we are going to have to fucking deal with. Cause you're always going to find something to fear. It's an evolutionary reaction. Mm-hmm. Like there's, so there's always going to be something that you perceive as a threat to your existence. Yeah. And 
the fucking lizard brain is going to show up uh-huh. and you're going to start getting scared and then you're going to start getting angry. And then you're going to, I mean, I know when my anxiety spikes, I start snipping at my kids and mm-hmm. Mandy and because it all, just, because it, it has to go somewhere. And every so response. Yeah. People need to know every response feeds through your lizard brain first. Yeah. From the, it goes up the, the levels of the brain. You go lizard brain, mm-hmm. monkey brain, like, and you have to like acknowledge that where it is and acknowledge that feeling, mm-hmm. which is what we were talking about. But understand also that changing necessarily changing a symptom of getting rid of a symptom isn't going to take care of the problem because there's no. always going to be something. Always. Your body will always try to find something to fear. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, we can't just sit and wait it out. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be easy just to sit and wait out COVID or whatever, but if it's not COVID, it's going to be something else. Mm-hmm. And so acknowledge that those and understand, not acknowledge, but understand there will always be something. So mm-hmm. I think we have to talk about that, but I also think we need to talk about where does fear, I mean, where does it really come from? And we talked about the lizard brain. We talked about the evolutionary part of it, mm-hmm. but like, where does the, the, the feeling of fear, where does that actually come from? And I think, and why does it wreck us so bad? And I, I think, think it comes from a lack of control. Well, I think it comes from a lack of control, but I think it also comes from not, I know personally not staying in the moment. Yeah. Like Eckhart Tolle has got mm-hmm. some really good shit on this. Sure. Um, I want to read this, this uh, one quote of his. Um, let's see. It comes in many forms, unease, worry, anxiety, nervousness, tension, dread, phobia, and so on. This kind of psychological fear is always of something that might happen not mm-hmm. of something that is happening now. Mm-hmm. So he's saying it's a, it's a future reality. Oh, sure. You're, you're oh, yeah. Freaking the fuck out about it. I'm going to die of COVID. Well, you're not dead. Like, mm-hmm. so why are you worrying about that? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He said, this creates an anxiety gap. And if you are identified with your mind and have lost touch with the power and simplicity of the now, that anxiety gap will be your constant companion. Yeah, you can it always like cope. Power of now. You can always cope with the present moment, but you cannot cope with something that is only a mind projection. You cannot cope with the future. Yeah. So, you know, he's saying that all of this fear and anxiety comes from projecting and fixating on something that may or may not even happen in the future. It's a. It's a. He calls it a mind projection. Like, uh, so I mean, just full disclosure today at the doctor, she said the word cancer. Oh yeah. Like, well, you remember when I had my, and, I had my yes. lump or whatever, my crotch. Yeah. I mean, like, so I, I mean, had I'm to get getting scanned for it. I'm like, getting a CT scan, mm-hmm. hopefully next week. You know, it, she doesn't think that it is cancer, but to hear that word, it's yeah. terrifying. Or like, the doctor says, oh, we need to take a look at that. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I will is. say like when she said mm-hmm. it, I would have liked to have seen my face because I think I maybe even did a jolt like mm-hmm. a what? Yeah. You know, I think she saw my face and she was like talking about the causes of kidney stones because I think yeah. she was trying to get me to say it's that's most likely what you're mm-hmm. dealing with here, you know. And so, you know, but to hear that word, it automatically, mm-hmm. I mean, the first thought in my mind was, holy fuck, mm-hmm. like this could kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought about this quote, like I, I took a couple, a couple seconds. I went and peed in a cup. Like I had to right after she it's said that. And I, I, by the way, there's nothing worse than handing a hot. No, <laughs> we discussed this hot cup of piss. How about handing a hot cup of jizz yeah, after well, a vasectomy? There's that too. Yeah. But you know, I, 
that automatically I had that fear response. I mean, immediate when oh, I heard sure. that word. Because it's one thing to hear that word about somebody else, but when you hear it about yourself or a loved one, it's like, Ooh, like automatically, I've like, been holy there. fuck. Yeah. So I kind of was freaking out for a little bit. And then I, I, I thought of this quote and I thought, why, what is the, what, it, what good can come of worrying about that right now? Right. None. Yeah. Like I'm, so I'm going to operate with the most likely scenario of what's going on with me, which is the most likely scenario is kidney stones. Oh, and sure. I'm going to just drink shit tons of water and, you know, lay off like, the booze and the beads. Right. I mean, I'm going to do what I can <laughs> say beads beats. And so uh, it's like, beads? what? there's no reason. Beads? And I, I, I pulled back into the, into my garage today and I, and I, I literally thought to myself, okay, well, if it's cancer, then I'll deal with it. I will, I will deal with that. I will jump that hurdle if it comes like yeah. I, I can't be thinking about that right now. There's enough to worry about with, you know, with everything else going yeah. on. I, like I, there's no reason to project that into the future and, and freak out about something that per, percentage wise probably isn't the case. Yeah. Like, but that is hard. That was a big win for me. I will say, because I don't come by that naturally. No, it was. Uh, and so I'm trying I, this quote was very, has been very, very helpful for me and to, and to stay in the present and go, like I said, I pulled it in the garage and I went, okay, I have right now. So I'm going to walk back into this house and my kids and my wife are going to be there and my beautiful kitty and Jen. Yeah. Jen Perso. Nope. Nope. Definitely Jen Perso. Really dropped the ball. Really dropped the ball on that though. When the kids are out of the house, I will have a cat named Pussy Galore. Um, Sorry, Mandy. Um, (laughs) Something tells me that's not going to happen. No, it's, it's definitely going to happen. Uh, so, uh, but I, I'm going to walk in, I'm going to have these things. I've got these right now. So let's just, I've got that. So let's just enjoy that right now. Yeah. Instead of, I, I could have very easily resigned myself to go sit in bed and sweat and worry about, yeah. oh my God, what if I have cancer? Well, let it eat your lunch and your dinner. I'll, if I get, I'll get the CT scan hopefully next week and I'll just have to operate from there. Just go from there. Whatever that is, good or bad, I'll just deal with that then. And I think that's what Jesus was saying. Yeah. He said, why worry about tomorrow? Today's got enough shit to deal with. Like, and that's, I think yeah. essentially it's what, what Eckhart Tolle is saying. Why, why project into the future something that may not happen Yeah. when you've got today? Like, I mean, we talked, we had a whole episode, what is it? Consider the squirrels about the whole point of the do not worry passage of Jesus is presence. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's the whole point of, of all kinds of religions. Yes. And, and the supposed ultimate to be. point yeah. it mm-hmm. should be full presence with who you are right here and now. And I, I think, I do think you would like the power now by Eckhart Tolle. It's very sure similar. It it's very <clears throat> similar to uh, the book we're reading uh, for the bonus content, uh, new season yeah, of contemplation right. yeah, um, sure. about being present, being fully aware of what's going on. And, and you're right. So you, you're running out all these scenarios of shit that may or may not happen, different alternate realities of what actually will happen. I think you and I had a conversation about, so, so we've been working uh, 20 hours a week, 20. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had 17 or 18 hours yeah, last week. Yeah. Um, and we can only be as stressed out as our bosses. Yeah. You know, and he's not, and and he's not. Yeah. So, so what's the point? <laughs> uh, so we, we have to know that that's not something we can control. And, and whenever it becomes something that we can control, then we'll deal with it then. But until then there's no sense in us 
stressing out about those things if um, you know it's going to work out in the end. So yeah, and Hold I on, think I've got a voicemail. I think it might be from my doctor. <laughs> so keep going. Uh, okay, so can we listen to your cancer diagnosis real quick? That's great. Jesus Christ, Michael! <laughs> fucking hell! I think we need to acknowledge how hard it is to get to that space. Yeah. Like I can, I can relate on two different levels. One, my wife had cancer. Yeah. So, you know, going through those tests and going, we need to check this out all the way up to, we need to see what this is all the way up to, Oh, it's fucking cancer. Yeah. Oh, here's the things we need to do. Like sending through all of those diagnoses and treatment plans and all that shit and everything. Okay. Yeah. There's, it was the scheduling for my CT. Okay. So, um, you know, sitting through all of that, it's really easy to say sit in the moment, but the other time it's really when your wife calls you and you're three hours from home and says, yeah. and you have to tell her, you have to basically yell at her and say, just tell me what it is. Yeah. It's cancer. Like you immediately go to the worst case scenarios. Yeah. I know and I did too. When she got it, diagnosed, it, it, I yeah, bawled. I was yeah. like, Oh my God. Absolutely. Yeah. And then when I had that, whatever, you ball know, lump, ball lump or, High crotch lump. Let's call it that. We call it the Lance Armstrong. Yeah. No, it wasn't in my balls. Wait, I thought it was. I mean, they did. They did scan my balls. Did they which, take one of your balls? That's out? a weird experience. Not going to lie. <laughs> How many balls do you have right now? I have two, okay. three. Two ladies, or you know, one lady was training. Oh and no! Are they going to scan my dick? Probably, possibly. Yeah. Oh, it's a CT me. scan, though. It's not like an X-ray. Oh, so I can be clothed. Yeah, I think so. Or you'll, you'll wear a gown. Not. You'll probably wear a I gown. I hope you have. Like, well, stay tuned. I hope you have <laughs> leggings in it, like a like a it's just cut a off shirt. <laughs> they cut. It's just I got the leggings on with a hole cut out the front. All right, let's do this, sir. That is not necessary. Sir, you keep your pants on. Just like just like long socks and a cut but off shirt. I don't know about cancer, but you definitely have a lilt that we can take care of. So anyway, some daily sorry, stretches. And when I had my, uh, you know, I had when I had peen cast. When I had, I had, you know, I, I periodically have like moles checked, and, and I had just several different spots where like lipomas and things like that, like just fatty deposits. I have them checked periodically because you never know. So the doctor's checking them. I had to check this, check this, and I had this one in my groin, and he's like, "I want to see what that is." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, did you shave? No, you don't have to shave for that. Uh, you do for the vasectomy though, um, but you, you, it's really it's really difficult at that specific time to be in the moment. Now you can reflect and go back and go, okay. And I didn't do this at the time. I freaked the fuck out yeah, for course. about a week until that fucking test result came in. Of course, on my way back from Lafayette, ironically, is mm-hmm. where I was when I heard it. I and like Michigan City for some reason. No, it was Lafayette. Um, and. It's just, I want to acknowledge it's really difficult to get to that point. You really have to work at it. Yeah. And, here, and here's the thing. I know Thich Nhat Hanh talks about this. I know a lot of people, a lot of Eastern meditation, a lot of that kind of stuff. Like people talk about this. You have to practice now to be in the spot when something happens that you can go to that place immediately. Yeah. It, it, I wasn't in, at, at that time. I wasn't in that place, obviously. And yeah. You you have to you, and I really want to encourage you to start practicing. I've got some all the stuff I have from Tiknot Han is more of like practical right. things, so we can get to that at some point. But I want to acknowledge that you you 
it's really hard to get to that point if you haven't practiced getting to that point. There's, and yeah, it's, and there's, it's hard. It's hard to get to that point yes. from a place where you're already, you know, balls deep in it. You know, what and, I mean? and, and it's okay yeah. to be freaked. Go ahead and be freaked out, but you can't live in that freaked out position because that's not healthy either. <laughs> like, right? I think that's what he means. I think what he means by inviting that in is when that freak out happens, you let it happen. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a, you know, I mean one of the major tenets of Buddhism is to not resist. And so mm-hmm. you're, there is a, an allowance of that mm-hmm. fear or whatever yeah, it absolutely. is. That, so you, you let that in, you go, Holy shit. Like you, you take not to smile at it. Yeah. You acknowledge mm-hmm. that and go, damn. And then you have to go once that wave is gone, yeah, you, you, step back. you start, you step back and you like acknowledge that. Okay. And you, and you think, okay, where did that, what was the root of that? Yeah. I have a question. Let's we can talk about this. I oh, do you have something? Well, to add? Yeah, go I, ahead. So yeah, go ahead. I, I just want to say that. Um, God damn it! I just lost it. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, God damn it! I I, I don't. Uh, one thing I, I want to stress is that we're not saying that w- when we're talking about this fear, we're not saying ignore fear. No. We're not saying nope. swat it away. We're, we're saying, saying the exact opposite. In of that. fact, walk right the fuck straight through it and 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 deal with it that's what that's what we're talking about not in a suck it up deal with it but like a you know do the hard work Mm -hmm. of asking yourself what the fuck does this mean what does it mean for you and how do you work through that and process through that not in an unhealthy let's ignore the bad shit that happens in the world and just pretend everything is great right but in in a sense that working your way through that and having that hard conversation like in, in, in like almost like a in a marriage yeah. like w- if you don't if you don't talk about shit that's going wrong then it'll just build up and it'll yep. explode and you'll have a fucking mental breakdown yep. or, or you'll vote divorce. for Trump or you'll vote for Trump um, but but I think you have to have those hard conversations right. with yourself or your spouse or whoever yeah it's allowing and, the fear without giving into the fear absolutely. so mm-hmm. I, I, ask your question I have this thought do you think all fear the root of all fear is the fear of death. It's interesting you say that because some of the stuff I've got for taking on Han deals with that. So I think that's a lot of it. I, I feel like I don't know if that's, some sort of death. I Not think, necessarily your bodily death, but death as in the ending of something. I, th- I think it's I think it's one of several things. I think it's death. I think it's equal parts death, uncertainty, and loss of control. Yeah, but wouldn't can you also I'd say, say that both of perfect. those two things are also about? I mean, because when you die, you're con, you're no longer control anything. It's over. Yeah, but, and, but, and, some and, things, and, but some of the things you fear aren't going to lead you. You know, aren't going to lead to your death. I just wonder. I personally, I think you can almost draw. You can draw a line to basically anything that you fear and and back to death. Yeah, I, which I, because I I think I think evolutionarily speaking, that was the whole point of the fear response. That's probably yeah. true. In and that, so in that I think respect, you can yeah, draw I think you can draw any sort of fear response. You can you can trace it back to fear of death. And this is why I'm always fucking talking about like I don't think we can, any of us can be free until we deal truly deal and accept the fact that we're going to die. And deal yeah. with that. Yeah. Like I don't think it's possible. I I I I think you're you're probably 100% right. Uh I would add on literal death and metaphorical death in terms of metaphorical in the sense that um, 
you know, fear that uh, a relationship will end or your job will end or, you know, uncertainty of the unknown beyond. The death of something. Yes. Yeah. And not only the death of something. I think you could even trace those back to the fear of of actual physical death. Yeah. Yeah. And I think not only that, but then the unknown of what happens after death and the anxiety around losing that control. Yeah. So I, th- I think yes, death, but I think Matt tap- tapped on something that was even better and that's control. And I think control and death are, are one it, like linked hand in hand. Yeah. But I think once we lose control, cause that's, that's all that's the fucking world is, is all about fucking control. That's why mm-hmm. Donald Trump wants to be president. Who's, you know, quote unquote, a billionaire is because he wants fucking control. But I, I think, but I think even what Jesus said is to, you know, essentially to die before you die. If you want to find life, you have to die. Yeah. I think that's exactly the point of that is to give up. Con- I think what that is saying is you've got to give up control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's, it's the difference. What we were talking about earlier is the difference between detachment and non-attachment. You know, people think Buddhists teach detachment. No, that's escape. That's not what they teach. They teach non-attachment, which is you allow the things to happen, but you don't cling on to them. So fear in this instance you allow the fear, you acknowledge the fear, but you don't hold on to the fear. You are unattached from it. Yeah. But it's there. It's not a it's not a flight. It's a deep acknowledgement and letting it pass through you and let it and letting it go. Like yeah. those are two completely different things. It's not a running away. It's acknowledging it and dealing with it. Yeah. And that's what leads to real freedom. Yeah. And and fear fear itself is a fear of something that you don't have control over. Yep. It's never mm-hmm. something you can control. Yeah, like a it's, virus. Yeah, it's not. I'm not afraid <laughs> yeah. of or a presidential yeah. election. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't. Yeah, you, you can't. It, it's always a shit you can't control. And if you realize that it's about control, then you can you can focus on learning how to deal with, um, not having control in in certain circumstances a little bit at a time, step by step. You, you you're not going to run a, a a 5k marathon of control. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's got to be five K is not a marathon. You're right. I knew what you meant though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just going to roll with that and yeah. let it go, but well, Matt, 5K, Matt had to acknowledge it. You know what I mean? It, it, it fucking, there, there, there's yeah, steps you right. have to take yeah. to get to yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 100K? What's a marathon? How far? It's not 100K, buddy. A thousand, a million? 15? K? Is it? It's 26.2 miles, 1. whatever that is. 21 kilometers. I don't know. A lot of Ks. Yeah. Um, I think it's. This is, I think this is a good place for the the stuff I got from, I read the book Fear by Thich Nhat Hanh, which is kind of where this episode sort of came from. Um, he talks about what are, he calls them the five remembrances of Buddhism. And, and I think that there, there are basically five things you can meditate on that kind of help deal with the most basic of our fears. Uh, the first one is, I am of the nature to grow old. I cannot escape growing old. I mean, death you're that's later but you're you're gonna grow old like you're gonna i had um, that very thought today i was like when i had all this i was like okay i'm getting older you hit 40 i like i I did have that acknowledgement in myself of going okay well i i am now older this is the fucking wake-up call Mm -hmm. i have to start taking better care of my Mm -hmm. body like yeah i have to Mm -hmm. stop abusing it Mm -hmm. so much and I'm not, I'm not in terrible health, but no, like, and I'm not either. The reality right. is, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. that I had that. It's funny that that's one of those. Cause yeah. I, I mean, just today yeah. I finally had that acknowledgement of like, you know, it's easy to go joke about, oh, I'm 40, but like when you get that sort of 
news or whatever. And I mean, kidney stones, you don't get those until you're middle aged generally. Yeah. She even used the word middle aged. I'm like, God damn it. Like, well, but it I was mean, like, that's it. Like that's, it's part like, yeah, I'm getting, I had that thought. I said to Mandy when I got home, well, I'm, she was like, well, old man, you know, kind of joking. Like, yep. It's <laughs> I mean, it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm 43. I've had that thought. I'm 43 and a half. I'm almost, I'm working my way towards 44. Well, like we all, yeah. I mean, I've had that thought, like you're half done. Essentially, in, in in on a good it with you know in theory in theory you could be nine tenths done. You yeah, have no I idea. Mean, like that's. I mean, I could be done tomorrow. Right. But it, fingers crossed. Like, <laughs> but I mean, and that's a, that's a pretty sobering yep. realization. Like, oh, oh, I I mean, you can look at it two ways, and I, I have looked at it both ways. Oh, shit, I'm half done. But then I've also looked at it like, oh, I've got half left. Yeah, like. It, it's that traditional glass half full, half empty thing. Like you can look at it both ways. And I think the healthy way is to look at it both ways. I think you look yeah. at it and go, I I am halfway done essentially. Realistically, I'm probably it, say that you're halfway there. According to prayer. Yeah. I'm living a prayer, Michael. <laughs> uh, um, I should go work on the docks. <laughs> keep going. Just let him go. Like realistically, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through my life. And there's a lot of things I have accomplished. There's a lot of things I haven't accomplished. There's a lot of things I'd like to do. There's a lot of things I have done. But I can also look at it and go, I got plenty. I got lots of time left. Or theoretically, I've got lots of time left. So I'm going to take today and I'm going to live today. And I'm going to make plans for things I'd like to do at some point. Like, you know what I'm saying? You start you start planning for there's a lot of places I'd like to go. I'd like to go to Ireland. I'd like to go to Iceland. I'd like to go to Germany. Like I'd like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think even that stuff. I, I would like to, I, and I, I, I hold those things loosely. Like I, I, I guess I look at it in that terms of I'm growing old, but I've still got a lot of time to do the things I'd like to do. And so here are the plans I'd like to do. If I don't get to do them, it's not a loss. It's more of just I, I use the time I had, and that's the time I had. So yeah, I just fear missing out on some of these star wars movies <laughs> i'm sure all you do, buddy. 400 of them i know yeah. um i thought after episode three we were done i'd seen them all but i uh keep pumping them out you know i i had a similar i had similar thoughts today, but i think that i think honestly the healthier version of that i think it would probably be it's okay to have like bucket lists and stuff but i think even that kind of stuff is just like I don't think even that's going to silence the scream of death, no. so to speak. Like, no, because once I, you I, get that done, then there you are. Because I think I, I think I had the thought today personally of forty. I'm forty, and I had the thought of are you forty? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! I had the thought of okay, so let's say best case scenario, I've got fifty years left. Mm-hmm. But I could also look, I think there's a melding of those two thoughts that you were talking about. The melding of the two thoughts is to go, Jesus, how much time have I wasted in my life not enjoying the shit that is around me, not not being present? How much fucking time have I wasted? I think my biggest fear of death is to lay on my deathbed and realize that I wasted my fucking life. And that doesn't mean, oh, I didn't get to go to Europe or whatever. It's... Jesus, I didn't enjoy my kids at all because oh, frankly, sure. there's sure, a lot sure, of sure. days where I don't. Oh, sure. Um, or enjoyed my wife, or enjoyed my family, or enjoyed, or just was grateful for the fact and in I the that, moment that I've got a roof over my yeah, head. And or, I think that's included in what I, I was saying too. It like is, those but like I, but I think you can travel. There was people that travel the world that are just fucking miserable. So 
you know, I think it's okay to have those sorts of things, but understand that if that's that's not going to get it done necessarily. Yeah. Either. No, I, I think you. No, gotta, and, I, and I acknowledge that as well. Because I think I think if you if you go on, so let's say you have you're halfway done, or you you've got halfway left, um, you know, eventually that gets smaller and smaller. Oh, I got a quarter left, or you know, sure. I've got a tenth left. Whatever it is, I mean, if you live by that time, that ticking time bomb, where I think is if you if you live from a place of being present and living in the here and now, if you can soak every moment, then it doesn't matter about the future that you right. don't know yep. the future, the, the things oh, that sure, we fear I agree. about. See, I think, it I think matter. you have to live in a rooted place of, of living well here and now, um, and live a life. See, that, I think that even is, is rich. Yeah. I mean, I think even something like a bucket list is something that just can just cause more fear and anxiety yeah. and, and rip you out of the moment because you look at it and go, Jesus, I haven't done any of this stuff that I wanted to do. And then you're, you're anxious and like, God damn, if I've only got 10 more years, maybe, or whatever to get, I got to, I got to go, I got to get this done. And I think even that shit. So even if you do take that trip to Bali that you wanted to take or whatever, are you going to even enjoy it and be in the moment like you should be? Probably not because you're, you'll be checking your goddamn phone because it, because what it becomes is just another thing to check off your fucking list instead of something to just really dive into now. It can be that. I think when I say when I say bucket list or whatever things I'd like to do, I don't think that negates living in the moment. I think it's more of like I have things I'd like to I'd like to see, but they're not they're not not seeing them won't be detrimental to my daily life. Like but, you know what I'm saying? I think it's just things I'd like to I I, I, I put it on a, a list of I don't know. I just put it on a list of things I'd like to see these things. If I don't see these things, that's fine. It's not it's not going to be detrimental to my life. I don't. Th- I think you can have both. I think you can live in the moment and still say, "I'd like to see Ireland." What, what, like, I, would, sure, what I would but, say, and this isn't this isn't directed at you, but and that's I, where I, I am. That, that idea of of the if I do this, this, and this, I'll be happy. It's the same dangerous thing as you know uh, of all these Joel Osteen people. You know, if I do this and this, I'll be I'll be happy. Sure. If I do this, this, and and that that and that's not where never, I'm coming from at all. Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of people who do have that mm-hmm. concept, it, it's from Absolutely. I do step one, two, and three, and, and then I'll do it. But I would challenge that thought in terms of if if you can't if you can't be present and enjoy the the fucking grass and the sunsets mm-hmm. and the wind and your kids and and all the all your dog, if you can't enjoy that stuff. Going to Bali or wherever the fuck or Ireland, right? You're gonna be fucking miserable there too, right? And well, and that's I why know. I mean, I you guys know I enjoy sitting out in my driveway. Yeah, I for years now we have sat in our fucking driveway, and even with this virus shit, uh, I sit in my we sit at the end of a pole chair, pulled our chairs at the end of the driveway. Our neighbors across the street, our friend Tyson pulled his he and his wife pulled their chairs and their fire pit down to the end of their driveway, and we talked across yeah. the street like. There was still the social distancing, but we got to talk with like that's that's being in the moment. I can enjoy that. I have things I if I can go to Ireland, I think I've enjoyed these little things enough that I can appreciate that moment for what it is. And if I never get anything else, or I don't get that, I still have this little yeah. moment or this moment with you guys doing a podcast for the last four years. Like yeah, and you know what I'm saying? Like God, has it been four years? Jesus yeah. Christ. Has it really? Yeah. We're in our fifth Jesus. year, buddy. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think I quit. I'm done. I think the I think the beautiful I think the beautiful thing about 
about living in the moment. And when I say that, we're none of us are really great at this. But we're getting better at it. I feel like, like sure. I'm I feel like I'm light years better yes. than I was. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So am I. Four I mean, years ago, goddamn, yeah, like we I weren't mean, even close. We're like, all completely different, I think. Absolutely. Other than the stupid vulgarity and shit. But like who cares? No, I know. It's I'm not great. saying. I'm just saying. Like we're we're definitely different people. And yeah, I think curse words makes make me a better person. So, I think the beautiful thing though is when you live in the present, you go, okay. Best case scenario, I've got 50 years left. Man, I've got 50 years left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then when you get to 40, let's. Man, I've got 40. Like, mm-hmm. and what happens is you you work your way to the point where you go, I have this moment. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. this minute. Yeah. Like you you train yourself. Mm-hmm. To, to look so, you start out in the far future and yeah. you sort of try to work your way back. And I to think now, train is a good use it of that is. term. And I actually had a, I mean, I had a thing on that. And I said, you know, the one of my, the note I had on it is the difficult thing about all this is none of it's quick and easy. There yeah. is no seven step process on this. No, there's not. No. Like the, yeah. you can't Americanize this process, which is. Okay, give me the give me the steps, and on the other end, I want this to spit me out of the factory better. Mm-hmm. That's not how it fucking works. Nope. It is like regardless of what any evangelical will tell you, you can't just will this away with God. Like no. it is a it's a it's a process. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of times, a lot of the you know, I, okay, I'll read another note. It kind of goes back a little bit to what we talked about earlier. But I said, you know, I still we have, have four remembrances left, by the way. We have to name our fear. Man, oh I got, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to cut this off at some point because I got to get home. Okay. Um, we have to name our fear and face it. Swallowing it and acting like it doesn't exist will do nothing to assuage it. This is the biggest problem with all the quote, God's goddess crap from evangelicals right now. You mm-hmm. know, how many memes have you seen? Yep. God's got us. They're all over the pub. People find like, them I have no doubt yeah. that some people actually believe that, but I think more often than not, it's simply a way to dismiss your fear, to push it down and forget about it. Like, and that's not healthy. Yeah. It's, you know, God's got us on the, on the surface sounds great. That sounds like, Oh, he's just got great faith. But really what it is, is it's crippling you mm-hmm. because it's, you're, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. You're denying your fear. Like I said, I think there's very few people that genuinely truly believe that. I think more often than not, that is a way to, it's a, it's a ball. It's a, it's a crutch. It's yeah. a, a salve to yeah. sort of like push it back down, push it back mm-hmm. down. Like, no, God's got this. And so you push it away instead of acknowledging it and walking through it and trying to get to the other side of it yeah. with God's help or whatever, or not like, yeah. you know, I, I don't acknowledge that the divine presence can't be a help in this, or that construct or whatever you want to say, but like just simply flippantly going, Oh, God's got this or making some yeah. fucking anachronism of COVID Christ. Yeah. Whatever. I, I, like it doesn't, none of that helps. I like, mean, I think it does. Here's the thing. I think you're completely wrong about that. Really? I think it does help. I think, uh, I, I do think that, that, um, prayer, if you will, uh, if, if you look at it in a, in a certain context, um, I, I think, and I, I wrote this on Twitter, prayer is, um, it's, it's coming to terms with ultimate reality. Sure. It, and that's, that's the reality and unanswered prayer, which is, you know, fucking all the prayers, um, <laughs> fucking all the goddamn prayers <laughs> is, is you coming to terms with what's going on and you coming to terms with reality. It's their way it, of dealing it, with it, that. It, right. It, mm-hmm. And we may say, you know, 
meditation is how we come to terms with reality. Right. It's how we become one with all that is. Okay, so you know, so, so you're you're unifying yourself with the way that that you, that you believe things are, whether it be the way that you think God works, or the way that God's answering your prayer, or the way that you think the uh, the the ground of being is, or the the way that you think the randomness of all things, you know, whatever that is, meditation, yeah. prayer, it, it's, it's coming to terms with reality. Now, I, I do think if if you know you're using God as a slot machine in prayer, that's a different different fucking ball of wax. But I think there is something with you know praying and hoping for something good to happen. But you're still preparing yourself for the worst. And right. Then, and I think that's what I think I was trying to get at with saying that I think there's some people that do genuinely believe that. But I see a whole lot of Christians say God's got us, but they're acting completely different. Oh, absolutely. So their their okay, actions yeah, are sure. betraying what their words are actually are, are saying. So I think in that instance, no, you don't fucking believe that or you yeah. wouldn't be freaking the fuck out like you are. You wouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like it's a surface presentation that doesn't deal with the actual. Yes. If they really. That's sit what down I'm. And that's what I'm saying. Go, so I'm fucking afraid. Michael, God. I think like, you're. I agree with you 100. percent As long as those prayers are genuinely honest, and I think we've spent enough time in the church to, to realize that, that a lot of yeah. a lot of prayer yeah. is not real honest. Yeah, there's some assumptions going on there from us. But right. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I probably prayed a lot of dishonest prayers in my life. Yeah. Probably. You know what I mean? So. You know, I don't, I don't want to act. I'm not really throwing kidney God, stones. I, God, there, I want to stop like, masturbating. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you God's know, like, no, you don't. But I, but I think there's, I think I agree with you that, I mean, prayer and those kinds of things are just a different form of meditation and can help. And it's coming to terms with the reality of what Absolutely. Are. But they have to be honest. Yeah. You know, and, and I just, I mean, like I said, we've spent enough time around the church to realize that honesty is not a mm. real hot commodity in the church. Yeah. And so... Yeah, if the if that stuff is said in an honest manner, in a genuine seeking manner, in a genuine of trying to give that fear to something else, to someone yeah, else, yeah. I guess that that's the, I think that can be a similar way of walking through it because you're because the reality is if God exists, I don't think God's going to take away your fear. I think God's going to walk you through your fear with you. I think this is the point of the cross. Jesus feels that it hangs in all solidarity yeah. with all human suffering, mm-hmm. like that God was going to walk through you. I mean, the, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Well, he's walking through the valley of the shadow of death. He's not fucking running away from it. Yeah. Like that's. And so if there's a, if there is a God, that God is going to walk with you through that. So giving I that will fear no evil for you or with me, but I think that's yeah. a big assumption of a lot of Christians that, Oh, God's just going to take away my fear. No, if God exists, God is going to walk with you through that fear with you and mm-hmm. try to get you onto the other side of it. Mm-hmm. It, after having realized the root causes of it mm-hmm. in the same way that Thich Nhat Hanh is doing that by acknowledging his fear. It's just, it's, I think it's different language for the same thing. As long as the honesty is there. Absolutely. So, so we need to wrap this up. So yeah. let me, let me end with this. This is from, um, from Thich Nhat Hanh's book, fear, uh, the Buddha, as he was nearing his death said this, my dear friends, he's talking to his disciples, like people who are close to him. Uh, my dear friends, my dear disciples, don't take refuge in anything outside of you. In every one of us, there is very safe a very safe island you can go we can go to. Every time you go home to that island with mindful breathing, you create a space of relaxation, concentration, insight. If you dwell on that island in yourself with your mindful breathing, you are safe. That is a place where you can go where you can take a refuge whenever you feel fearful, uncertain, or confused. There is a 
there is a place inside you that you can go to if you will practice it now. Yeah. You have to practice it now. The mindful breathing thing is crucially important. Yep. It's a very simple thing. Like the meditation thing is not complicated. It's a very simple thing. You simply breathe. Breathing in, I know I'm breathing in. Breathing out, I know I'm breathing out. And you focus on that breath. And if you find if you if you build that place within yourself, you have a place to go when you are fearful. Yep. And that will make all the difference in the world to how you deal with a virus or an election or whatever it is that comes your way throughout your daily experience. Yep. Okay. Let's plow through this. Is that it? Yep. All right. I think that's, I think that was good. All right. I got to pick up dinner in a half hour. So Feedback? we need to, we where are you getting dinner from? Los Reyes. Now that we puked in your seat, you can tell us what you think. I Five stars get red, but one star is dead to us. That's the second time we played feedback this week. Yep. Uh, oh, you weren't here for it. We, we accidentally played it instead of further out, further in. No, I was here. here? No, you were out you were, uh, oh. peeing or something. Uh. All, right. All right. Feedback? Nope. No, five stars. Brad? Uh, no, I don't have any five stars either. Twitter? Um, I'm looking. Yeah, we got a couple of them. Hey. Oh, you're not going to do the song? Uh, he, feedback? He did feedback song. Yeah. Feedback. Oh, did you? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to scroll through these. Speaking uh, of being present. Joshua Massey at I am Mr. Underscore Wayne. Mr. Massey. Uh, <laughs> echoing my last tweet. Wait, what was his last tweet? I don't know what his last tweet was. Shit. Uh, no. Okay, oh, this is the first one. Uh, echoing my last tweet. Where'd it go? God damn it! <laughs> Michael sent it story. I know he is. You dick. <laughs> um, the latest episode of Pastors Podcast with Rob Ryersey was one of my favorites. gave it a bit of gave a bit of needed hope. However, the hashtag was decided prematurely. Hashtag Where did the pence touch you? Could have been a contender. Hashtag Tastes like eucalyptus. <laughs> oh. oh God. I forgot about that. Rob did retweet us, by the way. He's a good dude. Yeah, we need to have him back on just for funsies. Yep. Um, um, is that it? No. Oh, here we go. Uh, Brian Dead Redhead at Brainless Babble. Uh, this is our Brian uh, Dead. Just doing the just doing the pub. Pretty sure. Oh, is that the guy? Oh, yeah. Is it mm-hmm. her? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, who? Yeah, and he said we called him out, so he had to join the podcast. Oh. <laughs> uh, just, Pastor's Podcast just finished the episode with God Girl. This is the original one. Oh, Kathleen, and I'm still, that was a great and I'm episode. still trying to figure out where to buy decor with the quote, love is used to getting its ass kicked. I genuinely love that. Hashtag grace is like porn. Alternate hashtag, hashtag shark in my boat. It's my shark in my And she did tweet him a uh, thing that you can buy yeah. that says that. So that's it. Yep. All right, here we go. Hashtags. We paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. Need some clapping. Uh, hashtag six degrees of Michael's prefrontal cortex. <laughs> hashtag Christian Megatron. <laughs> kind of like that. I think I meant Voltron, though. 
Voltron's the one with the five animals that came together. Yeah, that's kind of the point. I thought Megatron was a football player. No, that was well. It was sort of that anyway, was Calvin that's Johnson's. That's who I was name. thinking. Let's just I go with Christian Megatron. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, hashtag European pensioner. <laughs> hashtag sounds like a real Samantha. <laughs> hashtag Fabio Wikipedia wormhole. Hashtag massage it out like toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it takes deep, deep concentration to get a stream going right now. Um, yeah. Hashtag uh, went to Kinko's. I don't even know. Oh, for the porn. Hashtag yeah. this is going to win. Hashtag mom's chiquetti. God damn it. No. That's, <laughs> yes, it is. I don't know. I've got some pretty solid Hashtag ones. of Shiksa of Geisha. Shiksa of a Geisha. Hashtag Sheboygan, Ohio. <laughs> I feel like that should win. And then hashtag we call it the Lance Armstrong. Uh, hashtag my vampire weekend cover band. Hashtag my dick just hurts. Well, I, I need to go. I need to go. We, yeah. we need to wrap this up. Hashtag a game of limbo. I'm going to go take another hurdy pee. Yeah. Hashtag there's clapping involved. Uh, hashtag the spider web of Michael's brain Hashtag six degrees of Michael's prefrontal cortex Hashtag the female bean is a myth You're a terrible person Hashtag it's not a light bird Hashtag the Fabio Wikipedia wormhole Hashtag massage it like a toothpaste That's pretty damn good That's my favorite yeah, And then Sheboygan, Ohio Massage it like toothpaste, man. If that's not, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. All right, have uh, I've got hashtag game of limbo. I've got here's a here's a it's a Game of Thrones throwback. Uh, here's a dark horse for me. Three ropes of piss. <laughs> uh, French pensioner. Gentile peens, and knuckle deep. I like massage it out like toothpaste. I think so too. Yeah. All right, let's 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 put a cap on it. If you've listened to this episode, <laughs> well done. <laughs> in its entirety, that one kind of slipped by me yeah. for a second, but well done. Hit us up on social media uh, with the hashtag hashtag massage it out like toothpaste. Uh, we are on Twitter at Bastards Podcast. <laughs> at Polly Name Matt, at Polly Name Brad, at MJ Basement. <laughs> we are on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. We're on Instagram, just in glorious bastards, all one word, all lowercase. I don't think it matters if cases or whatever. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, ingloriousbastards.com. Um, uh, yeah, support us on Patreon to get bonus podcasts. We actually had two this week, two bonus podcasts. Yep. Uh, buy us around and even help shape the content of this show. That's uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Um, links are in the show notes. Um, so long. Thanks for all the fish. What are you laughing at? I just put that one on Twitter and I did that story and I named it Mom Shaketti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let's calm and ready to drop bombs. Oh, man. man.
I need to pee too. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Hey, sword fight? No. No. Well, you don't want a sword fight with this, no. right? No. You'd be <laughs> you more want like a sword a... fight of me going, uh, <laughs> he's shooting buckshot. <laughs> Wow. Well, <laughs> there's the hashtag. <laughs> That's the latest we've ever had. A, a fucking hashtag. Boy, that is the latest entry ever. Holy shit. <laughs> Shooting buckshot. <laughs> <laughs>